Welcome back, audience, to another um, Nightcaps at the Theater sponsored Amuse Bouche segment, taking a look at pop culture over the past few weeks so you don't have to. I'm, um, um, oh God, I forgot my witty catchphrase. It was something to do with the new Lady Gaga video. Let me see if how it much, comes to me in the next few seconds. How much have you seconds. been drinking already? Nothing. I had one glass of wine <laughs> that I That'll spilled do out it. into the yeah, probably. I've been desperate, but um, oh, it's um, my biggest enemy is cheese, Papa Provolone. I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski. There we go. <laughs> well, my name is uh, Matt Super Oreo, sixty four thousand grams of fat, Cabrera. <laughs> and I'm the leader of my new girl dancing twerking group, Mark Zebro Jr. Oh, oh no. boy. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, so pop culture, it's been a few weeks. There's a lot that I have to talk about. I don't know about the two gentlemen over the, the course of the Zencaster app, what they have to speak about, but I'm going to try to keep mine concise, clean, and quick. That would be a new one for Nightcaps. I know. So under two hours, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. If we're lucky. All right. I so also our... haven't been here in a while, too. So Yeah, that's oh, true. No. But it feels like you've never left. So. <laughs> months of catching up to do but everyone wishes i did no no <laughs> Not i should i should have invested in that uh chess timer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. after 100 plus episodes <laughs> but no <laughs> well with my delay um, you could say that it's over and i'll still be rambling for like 10 more minutes yeah i'm about to just cut matt off i'll be like no <laughs> Stop all right recording our first segment, a fan favorite for some, uh, Shut Up Weeb. Who's seen any anime this week or weeks or whenever? I'm raising my hand. All right. You oh, wait. I, actually, I'm not. Hold on. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. Good. Thank you, Zencaster. I've got, uh, well, I've, technically I've got four. So if you guys want to, anyone who has anything, you know, light, I can go last. I have something extremely light. <laughs> I, so. I guess does King of the Hill count? Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. think we've uh, exhausted like what counts as anime. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I just got a couple quick notes because, of course, there's 13 seasons, so I can't spend half an hour on each episode um, of this show. But it's pretty good. I'm on season seven at the moment. I, I felt that there was kind of a dip in quality towards the midpoint of uh the show's run kind of around seasons five and six just because yeah i think they kind of messed a little too much with uh bill's character and peggy's character um peggy is more annoying than ever i told you i told you (laughs) like she was she was fine in the first few seasons but now it's taken up to another notch, another level, and I'm not on the litmus test of Skyler from Breaking Bad and Peggy. Who's who's more like who's the worse? <laughs> oh, I would say Peggy. <laughs> I, oh, I would I say Skyler. So. I would I'm, say Skyler. I'm thinking Peggy at this point. Skyler, yeah. she she wasn't too bad. She she did more for Walt than uh, anybody thought he deserved. Yeah, you you really came around to Skyler towards the end there. I agree. I agree. But um. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then uh, and then Bill's character—he's just too much of a sad sack. I, I want to see a few <laughs> a few wins under his belt, but uh, yeah, the show is not going easy on him, which uh, is okay. But then when he gets like his own centric episode, it's just a bit of a drag. But um, season seven, so far, I've seen a handful of episodes, and I don't know what it was, um, if there was any change behind the scenes, but I, I, it's one of the one of the better seasons in a while for this show. So I'm mm. looking forward to uh, seeing what they got coming up next. Nice. And that's it for my <laughs> weep talk. Um, I guess I'll go next since I have one thing that I've talked about many times on this podcast. I finished over the past couple weeks, uh, the third season of infinity train. Very good. Ooh. Very good. Um, still waiting for that to get renewed. It's still in limbo, but uh, some fortunate news is, I mean, it's not related in any way, but Harley Quinn got renewed for season three yesterday. <laughs> okay. So it, it gives me a little hope that yeah. maybe... HBO's in a renewing mood. Yeah, maybe uh, the HBO gods will take pity and throw a few coins into the coffers that is the best animated show for kids, despite <laughs> having a David Cronenberg death in one of the episodes <laughs> that horrified me. And I said, if kids watch this, if I watched this as a child, I would be distraught. <laughs> <laughs> you got to grow them up early. Yeah. But, oh, is, um, is this for Harley Quinn or for Infinity oh, Train? <laughs> for Infinity Train. For oh Infinity boy. Train. Harley yeah, Quinn um, is definitely not for kids. <laughs> yeah. And Harley Quinn has like that tongue in cheek. This is like, oh shit, they did this in a kid show for Infinity Train. <laughs> and that's to say, like, the past two seasons have had that moment that like makes you gasp or cry. And season three, despite being shorter than most, um, really made me feel a lot. And wow. I do not want to spoil it. I highly recommend it. Please watch Infinity Train and support it through Matt's HBO Max account, like I do. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. At the end of the episode, I'll be giving my credentials away. <laughs> Yay! Um, but first, and, you gotta uh, like, rate, and subscribe. <laughs> no one's gonna do that. <laughs> um, that's all I have for anime. <laughs> oh, to to uh, uh, before I go, I, uh, just to add to Harley Quinn, uh, that thumbnail you sent me without spoiling anything got me really excited. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, that, that's that that's something. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> now I don't have to go through uh, my deviant art files. <laughs> I didn't know that was a spoiler because it was so well known. So I well, they, I think they've championed that for years. Yeah, uh, the two of them. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm curious to see where that goes. That, it that, pays that, off. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so I'll go. Um, I, you know, I kind of oh, feel bad for Joker now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got a new squeeze. He does have a new squeeze. Yeah, yeah but still, it's a bit, you have to live with that, that you're the person that drove Harley Quinn to uh, dismiss the entire male species. <laughs> oh, that's <Yeah>. a spoiler. <laughs> oh. Yeah, wait, uh, yeah, but... Uh, Quick, you know, someone hit the button. Said, like you said, it's so well known. Yeah. But uh, spoiler alert, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with who? Exactly. <laughs> There's so many options. You'll just have Is to. Is it Zantara? <laughs> Is it Clayface? Is it Queen of Fables? <laughs> Is it a uh, Batgirl? <laughs> or Bat or Catwoman? Are they the same? I'm so no. lost. They're not the same. Well. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, from there, I guess I'll go. Uh, I guess, you know, I got four things. One I'm a little bit embarrassed to talk about, but I'll go anyway. Oh, boy. (laughs) That's never stopped us before. Uh, I'll I'll leave that for the end. But, uh, yeah, I'll I'll start off um, 
one that I was looking forward to. Uh, this is a mouthful for a title, but uh, this is Transformers War for Cybertron Part 1 Siege. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Title. Yeah, that's, that's 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 a lot. Well, well, part one being just season one for the, for uh, for this show, but basically it's just Transformers War for Cybertron. Uh, so this is in uh, collaboration between Hasbro, obviously, and uh, Rooster Teeth Animation, which is nice because you know Rooster Teeth's now like known for not just Red versus Blue, but now for like Ruby, um, uh, that Michael B. Jordan show that uh, came out a little while ago. I talked about it. I forgot what the, the name escapes <laughs> me. Um, because I don't even know if that show got renewed for uh, second season, which is sad because I did like that. Um, uh, but yeah, this uh, this kind of like you know takes place before the events of like the 1980s like cartoon show, and it 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 it, it pretty much blends a lot of the existing you know uh, Transformers lore from the car- original cartoon, from some some of the new movies. Um, you know, t- uh, maybe the good elements from those films, but who's to say what's good about those movies? Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's interesting but disappointing. You know, it's a I, I a lot of it just comes down to like the animation. It's it's a bit stiff, stale, and this is also just me commenting on that because these are giant mech mechazoids. <laughs> you know, and uh, and it's. It's doing what it, it expects you, know, uh, you to look at, you know, just commenting on two different sides of, uh, you know, warring factions saying who's right, who's who's in control of uh, this planet. And uh, it's, you know, it's it's OK. I think the show overall is OK. In six episodes and like half hour span of time, it's it's just OK. I've seen better, I'll say. I think it's it's more loosely adapting from like. I guess the video games that came out uh, somewhere around 2011, 2012, which I like those too. And they, you know, those are like a lot of like fan, uh, fan favorites uh, too, that uh, they try to blend everything together. But uh, mm. this one doesn't not so well. I, I and I think a lot, some of that also comes down to the voice performances as well. I felt like they just dragged a bunch of people just off the street and into a recording booth and said, act. And, uh, <laughs> it, my favorite it's i mean it's it it's not so much that but like everyone just seems to have the same kind of like voice everyone's like just so like down here and they're so like gravelly and to be fair it is a transformers anime yeah so. but no no it's uh, but what no, transformers like with them there was always personality there was always like someone who was like a bit wacky and that stood out and or like yeah, uh, you got a different jazz. accent yeah, you got jazz. <laughs> Those robots had heart. <laughs> he was like snapping his fingers and dancing. He was and a then dies. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> dies. It's ripped in half. The most brutal <laughs> death in the franchise. Yeah, um, but I, I don't know. It's uh, I, I don't really I, I don't know what to think of it as a whole. I just I I think it's just it's just okay. You know, it, it's it doesn't do anything special. I'm just, I'm a little upset. I, I don't know. I, don't, I really didn't know what to expect of it. Maybe something a little mm-hmm. bit better. I don't know. You put too many Transformers in your one basket, Mark. <laughs> Could be. I think a lot of it, too, it comes down to that you see a lot of uh, the same character models as well. And I think that's just like something that like, you now the 80s did that as well. But like they, they, they were like limited in terms of animation. Here you have a, like a bigger budget, you know, and like you can like maybe... Mm-hmm 
you be able to differentiate characters from one another too, but it doesn't really do that here. And it kind of, kind of muddles that as well. But uh, right. it, 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 I think it does some interesting things. It gives Bumblebee uh, like a different kind of like origin as well in terms of his relationship with the Autobots and how he, he comes into the fold. Uh, Megatron here, I think is actually pretty done, done well. He's not just a villain for villain's sake. He's actually like, contemplating like making peace talks uh, between the Autobots and Decepticons, he's not just just like I want to take over the world and like or, and that's it. No, it's uh, mm-hmm. it goes a little bit deeper than that, which uh, you know I like. And everyone's like kind of questioning Prime's uh, motivations here in, in terms of the war effort, wow. which is pretty nice too. You know, like it 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 really goes out of its way to like really try and like see different sides of like perspectives in, in terms of both the uh, uh, the heroes and villains here, and. Yeah, I don't know, uh, that, but there's there's something lacking that uh, I I kind of wanted more out of. But I'm also asking more out of a, a Transformers show as well. But I've seen it done much better than here, so mm. I don't know. That's uh, that's that's kind of my hot takes on it. I don't know when season two will come around. Who knows? But uh, mm. yeah, that's that's kind of where I'll leave it. Okay. Um, next one up, uh, season three of uh, uh Agaresco. Oh, Agaresco. Yeah, uh, it's it's very good. I, I I love it. I love this show. Um, yeah, I, I, it it sort of just came out of nowhere in terms of like uh, uh, like release or like like when it was gonna like come out. Oh yeah, and Netflix shows do that. Yeah, it, it uh, <laughs> I think it's the, almost the weakest out of the three, but it still does a lot of unique things that uh, it hasn't done yet or uh, has to touch on. Uh, rest. Retzko, it's uh, now kind of facing a whole kind of like like identity crisis in herself. She doesn't really know what to do. Like she's she's tried moving on to a different job that didn't work out for her. Uh, she's tried like uh, a new relationship that didn't really pan out. Where it's like she wanted to start a new family, and the guy would just wasn't into it. Like like had a different perspective on it. Now she's just like stuck in a place where it's like she's just spending friv- uh, frivolously on like. Microtransactions for this game, just like me, on this like <laughs> this virtual reality guy, and it's just like, no. And then she kind of, we kind of go into Waggy Town here, and I'm I'm sort of saying this because it's also like you know, it's these are like cute little like anthropomorphic animals that are like you know, you know, like doing a lot of weird things, and the and that that comes from the animation as well to like uh, hyper realize that. But it's uh, she she now kind of finds herself in the middle of a. <laughs> Like a, a J-pop group, oh, and uh, her her whole like kind of like heavy metal like persona becomes like personified as well, <laughs> and, and, and literally she lives up uh, to the to the title of the show's name, Agresco, Aggressive Retsco, mm. and uh, we and uh, not to spoil too many things, but we have a Mameme uh, <laughs> moment here as well, or Perfect Blue rather. Ah, yeah, and that uh, that comes kind of full circle towards the end of uh, the season too. And uh, Haida, who's kind of like this, um, he's kind of a hyena who, who's been like kind of championing oh, for. I've Let's seen, Go. I've seen the fan art, Mark. Oh, no, I I haven't, <laughs> at least not for this one. I've crossed that bridge. But uh, uh, no, he he's you know he's kind of just like you know like kind of like. Like yeah, he, he he likes her, and uh, like, nothing has really come of that. I like he asked her out, she turned him down, and it's like okay, he's ready to move on. But like 
is he though? And like, he, he develops a whole new relationship with this, with this other girl. And like, he's, he's like saying like, okay, like this girl likes me. I kind of like her, but I still like Retzko. What do I do? So it's sort of like love triangle that's going on here. And it tries to like say like, Oh man, maybe I'm not good for her or stuff like that. So it, it really asks a lot of these questions, but it, it almost kind of goes into like kind of typical territory where it's like, we see where this is going, I think. Mm. And, um, or, or, or sometimes it doesn't, you know, it kind of like it leaves it open ended sometimes with her, um, Haida and all of her friends as well. And even, even uh, her new, um, compa- compatriots as well. So, uh, I, I dig it. I, I think it, uh, kind of leaves a very like sad, but positive outlook at the end of the season as well. Mm-hmm. Sort sort of, um, oh, what's the term for it? Um, bittersweet, bittersweet. Yeah. And you don't really know what uh what's gonna happen for season four. Eventually, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's renewed, but uh, I I think it will. Oh, one thing to point out too. Um, remember that uh quote unquote documentary Enter the Anime yeah, that uh, I, I talked about. That <laughs> um, uh, well, I actually got some information out of that that I forgot to actually like kind of point it out. But the creator of the show, his wife, actually voices uh Retzko on the show, and I just I don't know I thought that was uh pretty interesting. You know, I just, uh, I was like, oh yeah, you know, just threw it in there and everyone, yeah. And, uh, it's, uh, it's, I I think everyone does a really good job in terms of like, uh, delivering. So, Mm. uh, two notes before you continue, uh, Grant Farouk, uh, fellow co-host of another podcast. Um, that's the only anime that he watches. So yeah. Felt like wow. I had to plug that for no reason. Nice. And um, second note, did you say Silly Town before? Because I want to use that in future references throughout silly this town. podcast episode. No, yeah, no, when you visit wacky Silly town. town. Wacky Town, sorry about that. So <laughs> we'll be revisiting Wacky Town quite a few moments <laughs> later on in this podcast. No, I, I said Silly Tone. Oh, Silly Tone? Well, yeah. now it's Silly Town. <laughs> okay, Silly Town. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that next to uh, Lazy Town? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What about There's a lot of dark town? jokes to put town there, but... in this town. Town. <laughs> I think they're part of all like the tri city area of that burg. <laughs> Townsville. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's uh, that's all I got for that. Um, next one up, uh, it's a movie actually, a classic film by the name Ooh. of Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, I, I never watched this. Uh, I, I was, I think, I, I watched a, I think Sub Zero, which is like the Mister Freeze uh, movie, which I think still like borrows from like this era because Batman animated series kind of had a sort of like soft reboot in terms of like character like uh, redesigns or like where era it was set because uh, this one is still set in like the the early years. Um, I think around like maybe I want to want to say ninety three, ninety four when this came out. Um, it, it, it was, it was great revisiting like just, uh, the Batman animated series era. You know, it's, uh, I, I love the art. I love the animation, every, like the fight scenes, car chases, they all, they all flow. Uh, it's, it's so well done, uh, with, uh, Paul Dini and, uh, Bruce Tim that, uh, mm-hmm. that filmed it though. I think they have a different writer for, for the film, but, uh, yeah, I, I just love the, like the new art aesthetic of it. Um, uh, voice acting voice acting is great. Uh, I love, uh kevin conroy batman batman he's he's still doing it to, to some extent i know he popped up in that batwoman tv show but i don't hear a lot of great things out of that and i think uh, they just lost ruby rose on that show as well 
Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's a whole side other thing. Uh, but yeah, that's this. Uh, there's like a, a new kind of vigilante that's kind of like taking place here. That's like like knocking off uh, mobsters for some reason. Like they might have like done someone dirty in the past, and now they've come back to take revenge. This phantasm, which uh, they don't. I don't think they really give like a name. You know, you just assume like it's just like oh, it's the mask of the phantasm. You know, like that's a. Uh, that's just that's just this new film, but uh, it kind of explores Bruce Wayne's um, uh, backstory with like uh, an old like flame, an old love love interest, and you know this is it, that's always been changed, and been like adapted, you know, like the Rachel Dawes and the uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman films. Uh, but uh, this, this, yeah, <laughs> you should go by your full name, <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt. Um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, this actually kind of adapts like Batman Year One and, and uh, Year Two, which kind of like has its own kind of you know little origin about it. They they did like an actual like animated adaptation li- like legit from uh, the that graphic novel, but this one kind of like just you know, loosely adapts while like tr- trying connecting to the ongoing animated series. Which uh, you know we have another uh, run in with Joker here as well. You know, played by the lovely Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you get you you know, I guess you get you got to throw in Joker somewhere. You know, get yeah. get the uh, the anime the the audience is going out. It's like, oh, the Joker's here <laughs> again, <laughs> but uh, he's uh, but he actually plays an important role that we we don't learn until like the end there, which kind of like you know like that's another thing like people like were like trying to like loosely adapt like his backstory. Like no one really knew where like the Joker came from, and <laughs> like he has he like he was once somebody like like hey it's Jackie Jackie come in here he's a real Joker this Jackie <laughs> but uh, sounds like a Sopranos episode to me <laughs> but uh yeah no it it I think it all works it's uh, it's it's really well done the flashback sequences well uh, as well like kind of like blend into like what's going on with the current events of the film and yeah it's 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 one for the times I'm, I'm surprised I never caught it when I was younger. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's good. Nice. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, yeah, that, that does it for that. Uh, my last one is that I've been watching a lot of this and I don't I'm know ready why. for the embarrassment. I don't know why, but, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been waiting. I uh, okay. I'll just say it. I've been watching, I've been watching all po- Pokemon sun and moon. Oh, that's oh, not done. Please, yeah. I know Dan. Dan Ryan. <laughs> I, I was expecting like Fruits Basket or something. That's, no. not a, that's a good anime. That's I, a good anime. I, you better put that down. I, I will say, I, I've been on the fence of maybe trying to watch that, but... That's so good! It's so good! <laughs> uh, it's about fruits! No, it's not. It's about people from the Zodiac. No, it's about baskets. Uh yeah, you know, like I remember when like I guess the animation was uh, was changing for the show. I was like, oh, that's that's a, that's a little weird. But like, and I actually champion this new kind of like new direction they have going on for. Oh, yeah, it. that's and, true. Ash kind of looks yeah. like a pedophile here, right? <laughs> oh, I don't I don't know about oh, that. I I don't think we would go that far. <laughs> I mean, oh, if no. he's a pedophile, then like like he's te- he's he te- a, he's eleven he years old, ten year old boy, <laughs> still. Yes, it's been decades. You see, if you if you add up all the episodes as days, it still would be like fifty years. Yeah, yeah, maybe. (laughs) But uh, yeah, you know, it's you know, it's 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 a good uh, children's like show. You know, there there there's almost a moral every episode, and it doesn't doesn't always fire on all its cylinders. But uh, it's actually pretty entertaining. Like 
um the the Lutton episode with Stoutland which uh you know, oh yeah it's actually yeah yeah you know <laughs> that's like how could I forget <laughs> uh, there, there, there's there's a lot of sim- uh, sympathetic episodes I've I found out of these you know that's like oh that, you know, that's that's sad you know and yeah, kind of tugs that, but... it kind of it kind of tugs at the heartstrings and uh you know it's it's actually you know I, I think it's pretty entertaining you know it's mm. it's I'm I'm almost at the tail end of almost a hundred episodes for this, for this, I guess, I don't know if you call it a season. Yeah. Um, or it's I guess a series yeah, or a guess series. Yeah. 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 And, uh, I, cause I guess why I've been like, I wanted to check this out. One, it's, it, it's still on Netflix, but I think you can watch previous other seasons on like the Pokemon app. I don't know what yes. that is. Yes, you can. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been hearing a lot of good things about journeys uh mm-hmm. recently so I, i've been just catching the highlights i know that uh ash uh just got a new uh baby brother from his uh, stepdad mr mine yeah yeah whoa <laughs> it's about time um <laughs> but uh it's uh, it's you know I, I i think the animation really like shines here i think uh i mean you see a lot of like reused like shots as well but like nothing like nothing that that's like over like overwhelming like mm. like in previous like seasons like we see the same shot of ash turning his cap and throwing a ball you know that's mm-hmm. er, er, like everything seems different there there's more time and like more effort that's put into making the show mm. uh, feel fresh like almost every episode so yeah, i i welcome that what i want to know is misty and brock where they at oh. oh they they actually popped up they're there yeah Ooh. they're there yeah well, I wasn't uh, going to give this a chance before, and now I think I still won't, but I, I'm glad to hear they're there. Yeah, All I, I'll say is uh, Mark and Dan need a room in a mental institution. <laughs> <laughs> I better use this frying pan as a drying pan. Drying pan. <laughs> mm. I almost messed up the joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I... I'm, you know what? I, I I'm gonna keep watching. I'm gonna keep watching more of this. I'm gonna go back and I'll watch that. I choose you talking Pikachu movie. Oh too. no! Don't do it. <laughs> I got I got to see the whole context. I need this. I need to know why he's he's talking. I need to see it. Go fuck yourself. You don't because there is no context, Mark. <laughs> we'll see. All right. All right that's, that's, on shrooms. <laughs> context. I can assume we're done with Shut Up Weeb now. We are done. All right, we can finally shut up and move on to our second segment, TV Court. So bang, bang goes the gavel. I guess I'll start since I've been quietest the longest. <laughs> um, I'm going to make these quick, kind of rapid fire. So first thing, big anime watch that's also in TV Court, The Sopranos. I'm on the last season, season 6B. And let me tell you guys, if you've never seen The Sopranos, this is the show to see. I will not subject you to my Edie Falco this episode. (laughs) The lawsuit just came through. I'm not allowed to do that anymore. I'm sued by the state of New Jersey, but it's still in my pocket. Um, This is a really good show. Uh, I I do not know why it took me this long to rewatch, probably because HBO Max provided it for me. Um, it's awesome. It's great. And there's a, a major character dying every other episode in astounding ways. There's funny dream sequences. There's plenty of Italian humor here. Oh, I, I live and breathe this show. I love it. Nice. 
as a New Jerseyan. Uh, second, something that we could all celebrate together. We could all grasp our hands digitally through Zencaster. Nosferatu has been canceled. <laughs> yes. Yay. Yes, God. Thank you. Thank you so much for canceling this show that I watched every episode of because it it was awful. It was like I was getting my blood drained every single episode. Very definition of a hate watch. Oh, nothing happened. Zachary Quinto, who is also a producer on the show, hired the worst child actors that I've ever seen in my life. I, I'm just flabbergasted that it lasted two whole seasons. And they had the gall. They had the nerve to tease a third season. Oh. That would not exist in the canon of the book of Joe Hill's classic novel, which is still great, by the way. I love the book. Hate the show. And I'm just so happy. You don't know the tears I got when I heard that the show was canceled. <laughs> Our suffering has ended. I know. The evil has been defeated. <laughs> Akio is trapped within the toad. <laughs> Please be. God uh, has not forsaken us. No, for once, that was probably the gleaming bolt of 2020. <laughs> That Nosferatu will no longer be on my television. Uh, that dozens of people who worked on this show are out of jobs. Well, same. <laughs> Join the club. But, but I am overjoyed. <laughs> um, something that just came back to Hulu uh, a few days ago that I streamed and binged. It's only seven thirty minutes episodes, so it's not that long. Um, I highly recommend this, guys. Pen15 on Hulu. Mm. Pen15 is the show to watch. It tells the tale of Maya and Anna, played by adult actors back in the 90s in middle school. So it's adult actors surrounded by uh, actually good child actors, which is why I put in this segment right after Nosferatu. And it just, it's so fucking real. If you grew up in the 90s, if you went to middle school, if you went to high school, these characters are experiencing everything we did in such a way that I think they deserve Emmy nods for this. Both of them, both of the lead actresses on the show. They're that realistic and amazing. Damn. Now I'm sad. I dropped out of kindergarten. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would have to give a special shout out to episodes six and seven, which deals with the school play. (laughs) And they do a a version of, (laughs) um, Oh God, what is it? No, it's not whatever happened to baby Jane. It's uh, who's afraid of Virginia Wolf jr that had me dying. I was rolling when I say that, like, the acting and uh, it, just everything. Cause they have a uh, Maya on who she gets the main role and Anna is on the tech crew, but she's head of the tech crew and they, it, it's just, I, I'm, I'm speechless. I can't even describe how poignant this show is. It, you gotta watch it. You have to watch it. It needs a season three. It needs to go on forever because it's just that perfect. It's like the highest recommend that I can give you as of late. Wow. Yeah, I I think it'll get that season three. It's one of Hulu's uh, big hooks now. Like, like, honestly, watch it. It's just these two adult actors dealing with their childhood issues, divorce, uh, puberty, etc. And we've all experienced this. We all have gone through it. A lot of people are saying this is uh, this show is what cuties should have been like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's hire forty year olds to to be little kids twerking. I agree, but it works in such a way that like they're working with the child actors really, really well, and they blend in. Like you forget at times that they're adult actors. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. 
Um, next on my list, I have two seasons of Drag Race to talk about. It's in my contract. It's in my writer. I have to do it. Um, we saw the finale of Drag Race Canada, which Priyanka, who is Guyanese and Indian, won. Um, Drag Race Canada has been the most exciting season that I've seen in about 20 years since Drag Race has been on. So I highly recommend that. And then we got the first episode of Drag Race Holland, which was also very interesting. A lot of talented queens on there. The um, Their budget on their outfits so far from one episode in is insane. And we got our first bearded queen on Drag Race, which is really interesting. It's just um, a queen who keeps the beard. Nice. And well, um, There's hope for me yet. <laughs> Well, your beard would take the crown if you went on Drag Race, <laughs> seeing you after quarantine. But uh, it's super good, super fun. Um, highly recommend both of those seasons. And I'm glad that Drag Race, at least in different countries, is heading in a positive direction instead of fracking like we do here in order to make our money to score Emmys. <laughs> um. Next, I binged all but two episodes today. I almost finished it before the podcast, but you got me, gal. I had to watch it. A Ryan Murphy joint by the name of Ratchet. Oh, no. Um, actually... A Netflix one? It is a Netflix one starring Sarah Paulson and Cynthia Nixon. Um, actually, I think it's the more tame of Ryan Murphy's uh, creations as of late. Hmm. I will not say it's good by any stretch. Um, better than Hollywood? Oh, oh, a thousand times better than Hollywood. I couldn't even stomach Hollywood. I said, you gonna fuck Patty Lapone up the ass in front of me? <laughs> not, not today. <laughs> not today, Ryan Murphy. Uh, and that, and that's, that's not a figure of speech either, is it? No. Well, I've seen Pylopone's tits. I've seen Pylopone's <laughs> everything. But that was the final straw. That was the nail in the coffin for Ryan Murphy for me. But this has a... This has intrigued me. It's a fun watch. I'll say that. Um, I bet you didn't think that Louise Felcher uh, or Fletcher playing Nurse Ratchet and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest had an aversion to puppets and was also a secret lesbian, huh? <laughs> I don't know what, what? that sentence means. <laughs> uh, you've never seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Never, Sarie Bob. All right, so a little bit of backstory. It's famous that Louise Fl Fletcher won the Oscar that year when she was nominated against like 10 other actresses who presumably did better and it's just like such a bit part in that movie. Like uh -huh. we barely learn anything about Nurse Ratchet except that she's a bitch and I hate to say that about the woman but that's her character in this. Um, but Ryan Murphy has done a really good job of humanizing Ratchet. I just don't see how it connects in the canon at all because <laughs> it takes place like 40 years later. She's got a secret brother. She's, got, she's working at this mental asylum. It's all wonderfully shot. The score is amazing, but it, it's, it's crazy. It's trash TV, but it's good trash TV. It's like in the same vein of American Horror Story which I love on this show because it it's just bad TV. It's it's so bad it's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Argue. I know, but, but uh, maybe maybe watch the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Cuz after yeah, that I mean, it jumps he, the shark. Right, yeah, Ryan Murphy loves him uh like a Hollywood scandal or Hollywood story. Yeah, I think Sharon Stone is in the show, too. It's like, where are you hiding all these... What does Ryan Murphy have against all these actresses yeah. that he can just call them up and get them into the show? It, I'll tell you what he has. He has 300 mil from Netflix. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> it's true. It, it's, 
it's great. They're all wonderful, but they're acting in in just trash TV. <laughs> I don't understand it. I just don't. Hey, he gets Emmys. Yeah, it does get Emmys. It does. And last on my list, probably best on my list as well. If you haven't seen it yet, Lovecraft Country oh. on HBO is fucking insane. And we've got a few episodes to cover. Episode two. So episode one, best premiere that I've seen in television since Euphoria, also I, on HBO. I gotta say, I, I've been watching this show too. Oh, I'm oh, glad. I um, but, I, but what you're about to talk about, um, you might not like me for it. No, no, no. I understand completely. No, um, I, I, understand. I, 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 I'm just going to say it right off the bat because I haven't watched um, all the episodes that, that have come yeah, out. Which I understand. It's coming up in my notes too. Um, but I, I was in the middle of watching episode two last night. Yes, yes. But, but I, I, I just stopped midway, and I, I was like, I can't watch this anymore. I know, I know. I have the same complaint. Episode two jumps the fucking shark right out the gate. It's fucking insane. You get no explanation. All these characters are thrown away, uh, thrown all over the place. There's no plot. But episode three and four picks it back up where one left off. I guarantee you. I, I had my doubts. I've seen Westworld. I've seen etc. where the show can take a dive. But the acting scene in this show is fucking crazy. In episode three, it has to deal with like a, a haunted house situation. Um, I put down, give the uh, Oscar slash Emmy to Journey Small, who plays, um, what's her character name? It's like the, the one girl who hangs out with Tick all the time. Um, but she's there every episode. She's a big character. Mm-hmm. And... Like, the acting that she shows in episode three, phenomenal. I haven't seen anything like that in television in recent memory. And then episode four does something really interesting with giving, like, uh, a supposedly minor character um, a big role. And it deals with uh, skinwalkers and shedding your skin. But instead of uh, changing the look, you change your race and skin color. Hmm. And it's like, how would um, an uh, African-American person... Uh, address the world or see the world differently if they had white skin. And it it just does super crazy things. It's bloody. It's gruesome. It's like all the gore that I wanted from this show. But Mark, I do agree with you wholeheartedly. Episode two, and I've said this on to Matt before prior when we weren't recording. Episode two is like a shit basket. Like shit happens in that episode where I... I, I was lost in the sauce, but I said I have to give it a go because episode one was so good. And I I just don't know where they were going or what they were thinking because it feels like bad sci-fi. It does episode two, but <laughs> afterwards it's better. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean I have I have almost almost a whole bone to pick with this show because at times it does it does feel like it it's it's really good. Like the the times when it doesn't like dwell into the whole kind of Lovecraft mythos that they're they're like loosely loosely adapting from it, mm-hmm. like 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 that's where it stands out. Like the whole like from when Jonathan Majors, which I, I I've been a fan of this guy since I watched mm-hmm. uh, Last Black Man in San Francisco. Yeah, uh, he's he's a great actor. Actually, a lot of people in the show are great actors. Like the whole the, when he comes back and that and him just like kind of like reinvigorating himself into like society um, and just like catching up with like his uncle uh and, and just everyone and like they, they have the whole block party like all oh, that's great you know yeah i, no, cha- I agree i champ- I, agree. I champion all that but like one, like once they go on the road like and like they're experiencing all like all this racism 
Yeah. It, it, it almost feels farcical at times. Well, you know, it, I, it just, it just feels so almost extreme that they're doing mm-hmm. it. Like, like one, like for instance, prior to like going out and, and I'm talking about episode one here. Yeah. Um, so just for context, like after the whole block party, his uncle's sitting down, he has ice on his knees and, and like, obviously he's like giving context like the last time. Cause they're, they're like, uh, they, well, they, they map, I don't know his actual, like what, what well, he does. I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little unclear. They give guidebooks to, uh, you know, the black people. Yeah. So they say to like, avoid this place, go to this place. Right, right, right. That's their job. So, so when, and, and, and he mentioned that, you know, like the one of the last times he went out, like he, he got his knees shattered. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like when, when they, when they go to town and you know, the, strictly white town and uh, they go to the diner and they sit down and, and like, he's saying like, Oh, like we'll have all these. And the, it's like, you should, and um, Atticus goes like, you sure we should be doing this? So it's like, it's like, it's like, we like our money is good as everyone else's, but it's like, he's not using his, his, his prior knowledge, like what happened last time. But not like think know, like what's going to happen. I under, I understand like you know like no. he, he's prideful and like and and yes you know like your money is just as good as anyone else's. Well, he's more like optimistic. I feel at that point too. You know, like well, yeah, maybe like America could be better than what I expected. Of course, of course it is. But like like when um I don't know her name um offhand, but uh, when she goes to the back or goes to the bathroom and then like you know here's like. Uh, oh waiter uh, i love that moment though and, 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 and like oh it's journey small the actress oh why can't i remember her fucking character it's like letty or oh, it's, it's something like that but like i can't um, remember when, once they get out of there they realize you know like they're gonna come down they're gonna start trouble but it's like they're they're like shooting guns like that going going that far going that crazy i don't think that that's that? that far though i think that would happen like in the american consciousness like our uber i i think that would happen i don't know it, it almost feels a little like intense like i, I just I, I i'm not saying like something like that wouldn't happen but like the and then like i don't know i, I like i think even like in, in in episode two like 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 even that that just goes all over the place in terms of like how they're viewing that well, episode two is the craziest thing that i've ever seen on tv and i've seen a lot of shit and i'm also not a fan of like some of these openings too like the mm-hmm. whole opening to episode one i was just like what the hell like i understand like what it's what it's doing like it's doing the whole like you know like like uh monster movie like aesthetic that yeah. they're, like uh, that they're doing but it's like it, it's just it's just bad you know, no, like, no, like, I think be, it was good because, like, because it gives tropes. Because I even know that, of course, but like, and it's also kind of setting up for some of the things that's going to happen and for the rest of the season, and and him talking about like you know John Carter of Mars, yeah, that too, like like when he's talking to that woman when they're walking down the road. But mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I it like some of the performance here, sort a little bit later on, it just it gets I don't know. It, I'm. I just don't think it it works very well. Oh. I don't know. I I I can't. I can't read myself to really like go and watch any further. You're shooting my heart, Mark. At least watch till episode three, because episode three is crazy. If you don't like it after episode three, then you can quit. But I get it. I get that episode two jumped the shark. I was just as baffled. I was in your place in the moment. But I'm telling you, give the show a chance because I'm really into it, and I'm getting heated on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, what do you I have to know. say, Matt? <laughs> I, I don't got no horse in this race. You gotta watch so I you am, can you can comment. I'm me. backing out. I will watch eventually. I'm still I'm still I still gotta get through Watchmen from uh, HBO. Uh, we'll get to Watchmen later on. 
I have something to say about Watchmen's uh, association with a certain musical in pop culture, but <laughs> oh yeah, of course. I've already, I've already given my two thoughts on Watchmen too. So yeah, um, that's all I have to say. I would say I agree with Mark. I know where he's coming from, but I'm gonna give this show a chance because I've sat through shit like True Blood for fucking twelve seasons, that's and true. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't got time for shit. I think the acting is phenomenal. I think the cinematography is great. It's bright. It's colorful. The plot is cuckoo. Cuckoo bananas. But I'm here for it. And I haven't read the book, so I cannot fully judge the series for that. Same. Yeah. And that's all my TV. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll go up. I've been quiet for way too long. And I really don't have much to share. So... Let's see, TV, what have I been watching? Well, I've been doing a couple things with uh, John Oliver on HBO with uh, Last Week Tonight. Uh, There's just been a couple of episodes because he's been on a short break around Labor Day. So I think there's just a couple of episodes that I'm going to mention since uh, the last time we met. And I don't even remember what he talked about, which is (laughs) terrible because it's supposed to be, you know, kind of a... The Um, point of the show. Yeah, you're supposed to... (laughs) take what you learn there and apply it to your daily life and uh your perspectives and i guess i don't do any of that but um support the post office that's one thing (laughs) and um like really the main thing that i have that's latched onto my mind from these episodes is that he has an ongoing feud with the city of danbury connecticut which (laughs) i appreciate um so just this was a few episodes back he randomly criticized it. It seems like he picked just literally the most random town that he could find on the map of the U.S. And he uh, just started berating it. Just started saying anybody from this town can come get a thrashing from John Oliver. Was this Hillside, New Jersey? (laughs) Uh, Hillside was in the running. I think we made it to the finals. I'm glad. But um, yeah, it just seemingly came out of nowhere. So, you know, that's that's funny. That's random humor. And then... um, the city of Danbury responded in kind. Um, a week later, the mayor dedicated their new, their new uh, sewage facility, their new sewage plant. They named it the John Oliver Memorial Sewage Plant. The shade. Yeah. And, but um, apparently a few days after that was supposedly, um, that news was leaked, that press release came out. They, uh, a few days later, the mayor clarified that, no, it was all just kind of a joke. We're not actually naming it that. So then a few, a couple episodes later, John brings it up on his show and he's like, you know, you had my respect with that joke. That was a solid comeback. But now you're going to like, you know, go ahead and hide your tail and say that, uh, that it was never real, that it was never a, a, a legitimate bet that you were making. Um, so he said, no, fuck you, basically. <laughs> You're going to uh, name it what we agreed upon or what our understanding of it was. And if you do so, I'll give you, uh, I'll donate $25,000 from HBO's budget to uh, Danbury's public school system, teachers, mm. get them supplies and you know any, uh, any other useful thing that the money could go to. And if they uh. don't agree to change the, uh, the facilities, name by the deadline then that money will go to one of their rival neighboring towns oh i love that yes john <laughs> it's good stuff because you know it's it would be too cruel for him to just take it away 
So, but giving it to a rival town, that's that's perfect. It's the Shelbyville conundrum. Yeah, so I guess we'll <laughs> we'll have to figure out um, what happens once his show finally returns. But that's that's been a bright spot in some recent episodes of his. So mm-hmm. you know, it's if you got nothing else to fill your fill your void or your time with, <laughs> um, seek it out. It's it's a reliably consistently good time. Mm. That's it. Oh no, it's that's not it. I got one other thing. I got what? <laughs> I got high score. This is um, oh, I don't know what this is. I know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is a video game documentary on oh. Netflix. <laughs> I'm familiar with those. Why do you yeah. watch shit? <laughs> no, it's I, I don't even know why I started watching it, but um it was on people's timelines like a few weeks ago, maybe like over a month ago at this point. Um, when it dropped, it's it's a decent documentary. Um, what they go over is pretty interesting, but it's also kind of surface level. So these episodes, they range from, I think, probably like 40 minutes long thereabouts. Um, and there's only six episodes, I believe, in this series so far. I don't know if they'll make another season. But um, it is interesting. It's... Like, if you're familiar with the video game industry, you're not really going to get too much out of it in, <laughs> so terms, no. of, in terms of new I'll, knowledge. I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> but what is cool about it is that they get a lot of um, they get a lot of solid interviews, like a lot of people who were involved in uh, the creation of the video game industry and just, you know, really big uh, people who had a big hand in making them what they are today. So they get a lot of big gets for their documentary, which I really appreciate. And the interviews are really like the most fascinating part of it. Um, Their approach to the subject is kind of, it's a little wonky um, because at times it feels like the show is all over the place. Um, There will be like one central theme for each episode. Um, and I should mention, I'm only halfway through. I believe I'm, I've only seen three episodes. Did you go to Silly Town? Or... <laughs> yeah, we, we, episode three went to Silly Town. Like on the border of Silly Town, right? Like, yeah. Just just neighboring. It was just visiting. <laughs> Weekend visit. <laughs> but um, the first episode dealt with Atari and E.T., of course. Um, oh, there's a whole documentary on that, too. Oh, yeah. how oh, they yeah. were dumped in a crater? Yeah, and they, they never, they never actually mentioned the landfill, which is weird. That, listen, yeah, X Play mentioned it; they could at least do that. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that seems a bit far fetched. Yeah, this it also does. this also seems like could this be also the same documentarians that made that one? <laughs> I'm gonna look that up right now. <laughs> no, I doubt it. It's just. <laughs> It's, I mean, I never saw the landfill one, but it, it, it's kind of mind-boggling to me that they wouldn't mention the landfill in this documentary. I feel like it's so essential yeah. to the it's lore. It's iconic. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but they do, you know, they call it the worst video game of all time, pretty much. They say it's responsible for, it's majorly, primarily responsible for the video game crash of uh, 83. And they have... Um, a handful of interviews with the guy who actually made it, which like, that's the interesting part. I really like hearing from uh, the people involved in this firsthand. Mm. Um, so the first episode was around that, but it was, uh, I don't, they kind of mix a few different topics together and they like jump from one to the other haphazardly. So I'm not too crazy about their approach. Um, the second episode was all about Nintendo. So that was right up my alley. Yeah. Uh, personally. And, 
I, I think this was the most consistent of the bunch or the most cohesive of the bunch. Um, it was really all about the NES. Um, and it like it made me excited. It made me also kind of wish that I was that I belonged to that era just because the way they went over everything and the way people spoke about it, like the people that they interviewed, the way they spoke about what the industry was at that time, it, it felt really magical. Um, like Nintendo, um, oof, what was that? Nintendo World Tour with like, yeah. you know, I forget the actual name. That might be the name itself, but whatever it was, that like tournament that they had around the country, um, you hear from one of the winners of that tournament. And yeah, it just seemed like a really, like Nintendo really understood how to grab people at that point in time. And, and I mean, of course they still do, but like um, you really see how everything that they came up with to supplement the video game experience just like made it so much more like it was more than the sum of its parts mm-hmm. um because they talk about nintendo power and <gasps> how my like, fave. yeah they talk about like how um how much of a of a help or how, how much of a support that that was and how kind of uncommon it was in america at the time even though they they did have something like that in japan um and they talked about um, Nintendo. Oh, I forgot what they're called. I think a game, game counselors, um, basically people that are hired to work at Nintendo's on the hotline. Yeah, yeah, the Nintendo hotline. They just work all day um, answering calls and helping people um, get through a certain level, or you know, giving them tips and tricks, and you know, just. Uh, there, there's a couple of other things too, but it really made it seem like Nintendo was like an ecosystem that really um, was a, was a huge force in the industry. Obviously, I mean they stood alone for uh, for quite a few years, but for good reason. I feel like they did everything right, and um, yeah, I just that that episode struck a chord with me. Like it really made mm-hmm. me feel like I could. I, I wish I could go back in time and experience it firsthand because now there's there's a bit less magic to it involved you know if you need answers to something you just go on the internet if you need a strategy guide you could just pick, you could just buy it off the shelf or obviously just go on the internet again um nintendo's like tournaments are you know they've been um they're still involved with it firsthand but it's mostly like relegated to third parties handling that and it doesn't really seem to be as as much of a spectacle as it was so i don't know that, that was just a very fun episode so far the height of the documentary series and then the third episode took kind of a weird shift to role-playing games like the, i don't really oh. understand what the transition was because they were going kind of chronologically up to that point um but at the same time i kind of get it because they were they focused a lot on like text-based role-playing games and how that eventually led to graphic um, graphic design role-playing games. And then finally, I think they ended with uh, Final Fantasy. So <laughs> it's, it's a good documentary. Just, you know, there's so much more that you need to uncover. It's more of like a primer than, than a definitive tell-all. But I, I do recommend it because it's not too long. Yeah. Um, it's narrated by, by Charles Maltinet. Uh, the voice of Mario himself. So that's that's yeah. kind of fun to hear. And I like his delivery for the most part. And um, yeah, I, like it's it's solid. 
it's good for the interviews, but um, if you're a fan, I think it's worth watching. And even if you're not a fan of video games, this might kind of help um, help someone who hasn't discovered video games realize what it means to people, at least a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Who hates joy? So, oh, you know, overall, I like yeah, it. I I think like documentaries <laughs> like like these overall, only exist for like people it. that I, aren't too well versed in video just, games. You know, go in with those caveats. And yeah, something like that that I'm thinking of. But um, I mean, even for people who have been following a lot, like even like journalists or anything who have been following the industry for a long time, I think it's still worth it for those firsthand interviews. It's, there's some some good insight there. Oh, sorry, I had to <laughs> take a drink of water after that. But uh, that <laughs> is it for my TV court. <laughs> Please All shut right, me down. Mark. <laughs> take the stand all right well i've already talked about lovecraft country so you can already vilify me there but yes uh, i will <laughs> but, uh, uh yeah um i i guess the only other show i watched uh was um new season of the boys uh-huh. the boys are back uh, um quick turnaround the, show, the boys the boys the boys are back <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no, this this show is still great this show is uh fantastic uh, it's right. it's it's probably one of the most character in depth portrayals uh, I've ever seen when it comes to like really like delving into like superhero material and like how that how that's viewed and it's kind of like showing a lot of like commentary on like I guess like also like uh, superhero film genre as well. It's like because <laughs> it, it's very like PR centric that like these heroes are like in the spotlight. And like how they're like best use them, or it's like yeah, like they're they're gonna get their own like movie contract, and like they're they're gonna they're, you know they're gonna be all these like uh, make a wish foundations, and how raw how those go wrong, and how they're oh, now boy. being used, they're now being implemented into the into the military, they're now being called like war criminals, but it's it's a it's 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 a work of brilliance. Uh, it, it's it's probably like one of the most bloodiest and like shocking shows i've ever seen in term- when it comes to violence like it's quick and, and like like and, and you don't know at times if you're supposed to be like like oh my god or or like laugh at it and, uh, and like that's usually how a lot of the violence is like really like used here as well um some characters like like you almost like weren't sure that that, that, that could have some sort of like uh third dimension to them actually like ha- have a significant showcase here uh, a character known as the Deep uh, is sort of like an archetype for like uh, I want to say was it Aquaman? Yeah, and uh, you know he, he his whole thing is that he has gills, he could talk to fish, but he's also he also object objectifies women and like sexually molests them and oof and uh like like literally one of the main characters he he tries to like kind of like pin that on them and it's like how they look of like oh like uh like uh, if uh you're seen as like a slut or something like that and, like he's like saying this to her to like it's like trying like because he's like trying to like get her like to to go down on him you know it's it's uh, pretty intense yeah and uh <laughs> You know, like and that blows up back in his face, and that that culminates at the end of the, of the first season. But now, now it's being brought to light a little bit more here, and like why he he does those things, where it's like he's 
he's insecure about himself so he tries to like put that on them and there's a whole scene where he starts tripping on like shrooms and starts talking to his gills that are portrayed by Patton Oswalt. Uh. <laughs> it's a it's a ride at times. It's it's pretty crazy. Is there um, is there a version of a uh, Captain America there that has to explain some dick pics? <laughs> oh, um, almost. I mean, if we're talking about Homelander here, who's more of an archetype for a uh, Superman, but uh, he's he's fucked up. And, 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 he, and he's brilliant. This guy who, who like, who's like a discount Bradley Cooper and, and he is just, he's scary. Like, just like his like demeanor and like, you don't know like what he's going to do next. Just because like, he's, he's kind of like a ball of rage where it's like, he's, he's supposed to put on that, like, like that face, you know, where it's like, Oh, like, like I'm, I'm, we're here for America. We're here to save you. And like, he's making like TV interviews and, but like he has like a moment where it's like like he wants to like fucking laser eye the whole like crowd of people and oh no it's oh it's it's great it's it's just like how how everyone's just portrayed and uh, that's just from the villains you know it's, uh, uh, but uh, like um like from the op- opposite side um uh the the ones that are like trying to take down the superheroes and like this corporation that's like um invest in them as well it's like like they go a whole other mile you know like we're going on like you know, like people like acting like suicidal it's like they don't know how to handle this and uh carl urban here is 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 great to watch as well i just love him and this character that he's portrayed and like he's so over the top but it's like he doesn't start out that way like as we like see some other flashbacks with him and like his devotion of like what he wants to do and it, it just it just goes places you never expected to go and it, it's getting poor ratings right now only because like the the first three episodes came out early and now it's only like weekly and then a new episode comes out and i think a lot of reviews have come out and like like just like bombed it just for that reason i don't know why that's weird uh, this, this has some of the best writing i've ever seen on a show I, I just just hands down i just have to say that um sure. a- animation at times looks a little bit janky uh, like some heads exploding as well, but uh, I, I, for the sake of like like how well it, it goes above that in terms of performances, uh, it's a it's 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 a wild ride that uh, that I'm totally into. I'm yeah. I, I'm I'm I'm, inter- I'm I'm really interested to see where uh, the end of the season goes because this this could go on for maybe i would say maybe another season or two depending on like what what where they're going with it because apparently like because this is a this is a graphic this this is adapted from a graphic novel but apparently it's it's gone way way further from its um source material Hmm. and people are saying it's like yeah this this is a much better version of that Hmm. wow that's surprising yeah yeah. i have a friend who's a a big fan of the uh the writer uh garth ennis of the yeah yeah series um yeah so i don't know i always thought he was a he was good anyway yeah but uh that could just be skewed from my friend's perspective i, I think yeah, Garth also did uh, some, like punisher stuff he might be yeah, up here, yeah, yeah. no i'm familiar with him yeah i i've i've read a couple of his books uh he he, he goes pretty hyper violent with uh with some of the direction he, he goes and uh yeah that all that is pretty much in his wheelhouse when it comes to it so yeah yeah. I'll check yeah. this out at some that's, point. Uh, that's been on the radar. That, that's uh, that's all I got for TV court. All right, it's time for me to wake up then. 
<laughs> ring, 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 ring. Who's going to answer the movie phone? Anyone got any movies this week? Oh, you know I've... what? <laughs> oh, I, I just, I just oh. realized I, I do have one more TV thing. Should I? Oh, uh, well. You know what? Yeah, I'll say. Do that while I take a tinkle. Oh, oh okay, no, okay. Never what? mind. I'll pass it around. Tinkle denied. I'll save it for now. <laughs> I'll wait for a second. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, movie phone. Any movies? I know we saw one thing together, Matt. Yes, that's all I've, I got. I've got mm. fifteen. Oh <laughs> no! Lord. I've got I've got like five. <laughs> all right, go go right one. ahead. Oh well, let's start with Matt first, since it's one, right? Yeah. Well, right? Um, yeah, this is the one we watched together, uh, Mark. I don't know if you have seen this yet, but. Uh, oh, I'm exclusive. not paying $30 for this. <laughs> I feel free to borrow my account. Um, exclusive to Disney <laughs> Plus. Premiere access really makes me feel uh, not like a schmuck for dropping three, uh, what is it, Franklin's on this? No, three Jackson's. Franklin's on the hundred, dear. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. Um, Mulan. You know what? It wasn't too. It's not. I'm, I'm giving it shit, but it, it wasn't bad. I liked it. I enjoyed it, uh, but it's uh, not the original. And well, it it was a fine time. They made some weird choices that I'm not sure turned out too great. Um, I don't know if this is a spoiler. I don't know if we're spoiling it, but <laughs> apparently not because I think this was this was apparently in the trailer. So. Hawk Lady, <laughs> Bird Girl, Bird Girl, yeah, Bird Witch. Uh, she's apparently in the trailer. I don't know. I don't watch those, but you know, when watching the movie, this took me completely by surprise. It was super <laughs> unexpected. There is a literal witch that turns into a bird, turns into a hawk. And oh, just like I'm, from the animated movie. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm like, good. Okay, I thought this was supposed to be the realistic version, <laughs> and you told me one made more sense. Okay, but um, once I got used to that, and after I watched Mulan a second time, uh, oh. Bird, Bird Girl kind of grew on me. I'm gonna say, oh, stop, shut up. <laughs> like it's still weird, but once you expect it, it's not so bad. Um, and. I, I I like her character. I just kind of my concern is that it undermines a little bit what Mulan is all about, um, and how kind of like unique and distinctive she was. If there are like literal witches going around and like fucking with people for centuries, <laughs> um, and another thing that kind of undermines what I kind of think Mulan is about is um. The chi aspect that's really uh, brought to the forefront of take the, a shot for every chi <laughs> of this realistic uh, retelling. It it kind of makes you know what it is. It's like um, midichlorians. <laughs> so it's kind of like um, Mulan has Jedi abilities, or you know, has like superhero ish inclinations. She's doing some sick kick flips throughout this film. Yeah, which is fun to see, but it was also kind of nice to see in the original or, or in the animated version you know she's human and she kind of struggles with things for a while um, there's a whole montage about her uh, working her way up and we kind of get an inkling of that but it's 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 not 
quite the same. Um, I think this movie is at its best when it's echoing uh, the original animated one, um, when it's taking cues from that one. Although there are some moments, especially in the action, where you know it kind of felt a little uh, Game of Thrones ish, if I'm allowed to say that name yet. No, no, I don't never denied. But um, there's there's some decent action in here. I just kind of wish there were more action, more of an emphasis on practicality or or practical action because uh, they do use CG as a as a crutch from time to time or just special effects. Um, and let's see what else was there. Um, oh yeah, that oof, the phoenix that they introduced in the uh, movie for no bird. good reason fucking looks like a like a kite. <laughs> it's supposed to be like a symbol of of hope and um, uh, eternality, like like hope and remembering your family and your heritage. But whenever it shows up, I'm just like, why is there a kite following her? <laughs> It's just, it make, uh, just how is the budget like literally 200 million and uh, it looks this crappy? I just, I don't get it. Um, so I, I had higher hopes. I had slightly high expectations. They weren't quite met, but it's still overall slightly above average. Mm, I, I feel the same with that, but I also hate all the Disney live actions. Um, yeah. I do not support this movie in any way. That's why I pirated it from Matt. <laughs> I did not pay a dime for this. It wasn't my fave, but it was better than I expected. But at the same time, it, it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good at all. Yeah, for yeah, Disney live action, I think it's, yeah. it's uh, above average. It's upper tier, but that's not saying uh, much. The acting was wooden. This stupid bird. Yes. This stupid bird witch. <laughs> That's like, I, I get what they were trying to do. It's like, I was once where you are, Mulan, but now humanity has ostracized me. Yeah. Ooh. But it wasn't needed. And the original is such a bop in its way that it did not need a live action. Yeah, That's all I'm going to say. You mentioned the acting. That is one point that I forgot to bring up. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, the acting here is really quite bad. It's It's kind of a weird... Um, I don't know why Disney went this route to uh, to scout someone so apparently controversial for the lead role. Although I guess they didn't know it at the time, of course. But um, you know, this actress is apparently, according to April, very popular in China, but not for her acting, just for her looks. Mm. Uh, and I, I think I think that shows in Mulan. She she is not a good actress here. Um, <laughs> she did not sell me on a lot of like what this character's journey is supposed to be about and yeah. I, she was outshone in a, a lot of her scenes by other people so that's a that was a shame i think she's being also more vilified here as well because of her like political stance as well oh um, yeah, in terms definitely. of like uh, you know like in terms of like how what china's doing and how she's in support of that and now yeah, people sure. are, are are like you know saying like this is not this is not the way to go Oh, it's bombing, which is great. I love that. And, and the new controversy, um, people did kind of forget about the actress's controversy. I, it took a back seat to the new one, which is uh, Disney filming this movie in parts of uh, a province in China where they do have those internment camps, concentration camp, and yeah. uh, facilities for uh, the weaker population. Not good. Mm, yep. Not good. 
Not ideal. <laughs> but that's what we got. Anyway, I'm All right. Done. Okay, uh, I guess I'll go next because Mark has 15 different movies to I, talk about. I might not spend all, a whole lot of time on them, so no, just well, uh, bear that in mind. I know. I know I still have less and I've got a tinkle, so I've got to make this quick. All right. <laughs> um, so I recently saw a certain Charlie Kaufman joint on Netflix. Ooh. I'm thinking of ending things. And this stars oh, yeah. Jesse Buckley, Jesse Plemons, Tony Collette, and David Thewlis. And it's based on a novel. The first watch, I did not get it at all. The second watch, I was like, oh, yeah. Because I, I didn't read the book. But I had to make the mental connections. At this point, I have a Oklahoma tirade, Oklahoma the Musical by Rodgers and Hammerstein, because it's so overused since that one revival. I'm convinced everyone in Hollywood saw that one sexy Oklahoma revival and has used it since. And this only, you know, adds fuel to my fire. It's so obvious that uh, Charlie Kaufman saw this revival and said, I'm going to make Oklahoma a major part of this movie. And he did. Um, Other than that, it's really interesting. It's about fictionalizing the woman that's in your head versus the real relationship that you have. And it just goes a lot of different ways. It's very cerebral. It's very weird. There's a talking pig. There's an ice cream theme song. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It just goes in strange ways that you wouldn't expect. Um, But I loved it at the end. And I was actually like, oh, all right, Charlie Kaufman. You're back again, aren't you? Um, So that was good. Can I I talk about it real fast? Because I've also seen this as well. Yes, please, please. Are you Um, going to, do I have to get ready to like vocalize my opinion, Mark? (laughs) uh, No, I, 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 I see. I'm, I'm still a little mixed on it in terms of how I feel about it as a whole. Um, I, 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 I liked it a lot uh, more after like just collecting my thoughts on it. I haven't seen it a second time. Um, I don't know if I plan on it, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. And like just seeing the whole kind of perspective view on like, like in terms of all the characters that, that have come through and um, I, I love the lead actress here. Apparently she's like a, uh, an Irish singer, I think. Yeah, she was in a, a lot of revivals. She is, hold on one second, Jesse Buckley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 Wild Rose last year. <laughs> mm. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I she she was actually one of my standouts here. I loved a lot of her deliveries. Um, uh, it, it And the whole kind of like just like playing out scenarios in your head is is – is very prominent here as well, especially when like we, we see our like other character like come into the fold, like mm-hmm. very early, and we keep flashing back and forth. Oh yeah. I knew you would like that part. It's uh it's yeah. <laughs> Any reason why? I mean it hits close to home, I won't spoil, but <laughs> quite close, actually. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that um just the other day, you know, <laughs> sadly. I um, figured. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, and you know the Oklahoma vibes there. I I didn't get um the the final sequence until I gave it a little bit more thought as well. The dream ballet. No, no, like uh, it was um um. Uh, oh, his Port- speech. Yeah, Judd. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It, um, or Judd is dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, not that song, but uh. <laughs> uh but yeah, lonely room. Sorry, lonely room. That, yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I, you know, I love that too. Or like as soon, like everyone does this when it comes to the pack of lies, like lyric. Like they, yeah. everyone screams it. I know. <laughs> it's, that, uh, and I was like, Oklahoma needs a rest. <laughs> that, 
that's, that's kind of like Christopher Columbus when, when and Little Woman. You know, oh. everyone has their own little like ah like moment when it comes to a song <laughs> like that. But uh, it, yeah, it, it really stands out. And now, now thinking about it, I, I might have to like watch it again too, just to yeah. get more deeper meaning. I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen anyone's like takes or like uh, criticisms criticisms on it. But uh, I want to form a more valid opinion on it. But uh, mm. overall, it's it's very interesting. It's a very interesting movie. All right. My next is Unpregnant, streaming on HBO Max. This stars Haley Lou Richardson and Barbie Ferreira, who I know from Euphoria, um, my favorite show in the past generation. So watch that. Um, it's kind of a morality tale where these two girls take a cross-country trip in order to get one of their friends an abortion from an unwanted pregnancy. It's funny. It's quirky. It's touching at times. But then at times it's like... Um, uh, it's not, it's not pro-life in any way because they bash them and that's fine. Like, I don't, I don't care about that, but it's like, this is why an abortion is good. And it feels a little heavy handed at times, uh, which I did not expect from this film, but it's good. Nonetheless, I'm not, you know, I'm not that pro-lifer in any way, shape or form. It just felt a little awkward that it was steeped in there. And came through so strong in like the final few minutes that I was like, all right, I know we were working to this point, but you didn't have to bash us over the head with this, <laughs> this segment because we, we get it. We like these characters. They're enjoyable. They're funny. They've bonded over this road trip. Um, I, I just thought it was a fun watch. It's like a fun, light watch if you want to see that. Um, next I have down, oh, oh boy, this is a big one. So I went through the my musical Rolodex and I said, what musical haven't I seen? Um, period. And this is the most depressing musical that has ever existed. It is 1985's Pennies from Heaven. Uh, Hmm. Pennies from Heaven stars Steve Martin, Bernadette Peters, Jessica Harper, and Christopher Walken. And it is depressing. It takes place after the Great Depression. It, I... I mean, I've grown up in a household that hates Steve Martin for no reason. Um, My mom has a vendetta against this man. And he is playing the most unlikable character that I've ever seen before. He's uh, like this Bible Belt salesman who ditches his wife to sleep with Bernadette Peters and start a new life. And he's eventually accused of murder. But the interesting thing that this musical does is they lip sync song from the, the 20s, the 30s, and the 40s instead of actually singing. Um, which really took me out of the element, but it was also intriguing at the same time. Mm. It's depressing. It was uh, panned during the time it came out as like an awful, awful movie. (laughs) But I think I might secretly love this movie enough to like recommend it on the podcast eventually now that I have a copy Um, because it's just so weird. Steve Martin apparently trained for six months to do all these dances, which he kills. Yeah. Christopher Walken, who we know from butchering Peter Pan, actually has a background in dance and he also kills it. (laughs) Jessica Harper is insane and Bernadette Peters is amazing as always because she's Bernadette Peters. Uh, I I could not get over this. It has lingered with me. It is stupid to all ends. It does not pay off in any way, shape or form. But something about it intrigued me. I think it may be the lip syncing to the, the period pieces. Um, because Bernadette Peters is like, I'm a school teacher, but now I'm going to have the children dance in this musical number that's like, love will cure anything that ails you. Uh, <laughs> Steve Martins is going to talk about cheating his wife, cheating on his wife. Jessica Harper's is going to almost stab Steve Martin while singing a song like Happiness Will Never Die. It, it, 
it really flowed together though. I was like, I, I don't understand why this movie bombed in the box office. I, I think it would have been really good. It's surprising really good. because I'm seeing a Rotten Tomato score of like over 80% here. Oh, wow. no. Well, the critics the critics gave it a good thing, but the when the audience went to see it, they hated it and mm. did not like give it the money it deserved at all. Steve Martin was like, uh, this was my second movie. I don't understand why it came off as so unlikable to the audience. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Um, but I think that might be a future watch on the podcast just because I found it so intriguing. Yeah, sounds pretty yeah, interesting. I, I'd be looking I'd be looking forward to that. I love Steve Martin. Yeah. I I do not. I, I cannot agree with you there. Okay. How much tap dancing does Christopher Walken do in this movie? He does amazing tap dancing. He's only in one number and he's kind of seducing Bernadette Peters. Nice. But he kills it. And yeah. I went I went, there's that musical background that you did not show in Peter Pan Live, Christopher Walken. <laughs> oh, Peter Pan has a mother. Okay. Whoa! <laughs> It was night and day. It was pennies from heaven. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, all right. Next on my list, something fun. A sequel to a certain movie starring uh, Samara Weaving. We've got uh, The Babysitter Killer Queen. And I, this. I've also this watched this, this one. This was a lot of Samara fun. Weaving. No, she's there. She oh, comes. She, she, she shows up. Uh. Uh, I thought it was fun. It wasn't as good as the first one, but at the same time, it's doing things a lot different than the first one that I appreciated. It's so silly. It's, yeah, it's camp silliness, though. I didn't go in expecting, like, <laughs> uh, you know, a moral lesson from this film. No, no, no. I, I, I'm of the same vein. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all for this. It, it's, it's so stupid uh, in itself, you know. And, yeah. and uh, I'm, I'm all for that. Oh, I I totally agree. I think these are fun watches. Like the babysitter and this—that's a great double feature. Oh, I, they, I, I, oh, sorry. No, no, no. You go. You go. I was gonna say they like they, they don't have like 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 really like stand out like like great lines in here, no. but like like but the characters themselves sort of like sell it. I don't know how to, I don't know how the best to describe that. They're horror tropes. So you have like the dumb bimbo, you have the jock, you have etc. And they're just brought back from hell to try and kill this virgin again. And yeah. <laughs> there's nothing else to say. It's just a lot of camp fun, especially mm-hmm. with the Halloween season approaching. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was. Same. Mm. Nice. I wasn't sure of like how they were, <laughs> they would be able to do maybe a sequel and uh, yeah, it almost fires on all cylinders, you know, to, yeah. to some extent. So uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I dig it. Yeah. Uh, and my last quick mention, which I, I saw without Matt over discord. Um, our friend Heather suggested we watch the Diana Ross Brandy joint double platinum. And it was basically a lifetime movie with a lot of Diana Ross songs and Brandy musical numbers in it. It was fun. It was it was quirky. I like Brandy. I like Diana Ross. I get that theatricality there. But lifetime movies are not my gist unless I'm ready for them. Something I found interesting, though, is that they give us full musical numbers in this hour and a half movie. And it takes up more than half of the movie. And they do not cut these musical numbers. They're, they're, it's packed with musical numbers. And it's the full song every time which baffled me confounded me confused me bamboozled me i i did not know to expect this and it's just diana ross oh she's crying in a mirror oh brandy's diana ross's child that was abandoned by a diana ross she's gonna cry for a while and it was just a good laugh because her star quality gets picked up in like two days time in this movie and Heather, Joy, and I were bashing just Brandy ascending to stardom so quickly <laughs> in the events of this movie. 
Um, I, I guess they included the full numbers because they needed to pad the runtime. Yeah, but at the same time, we could have used more story because there's none in this movie. <laughs> it, it was very strange. Very strange. Oh, man. Yeah, um, joined. Work's been a killer, though. Oh, yeah. Um, well, next week, I think we're watching the... The Brandy Cinderella by Rogers and Hammerstein, a bop, a bop nonetheless. <laughs> uh, and uh, honorable mention, I did not get to watch it yet, and I'm so pissed that I did not give myself the time to watch it yet. Uh, the Devil All the Time, based on that novel I told you all about. It's on uh, Netflix. Yeah. Well, Robert Pattinson, yeah, Robert Pattinson has a horrible accent. I saw online. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I, I have my own opinion on it. Uh, well, I'm ready for it because I love that book and I can't wait to hear Mark butcher that movie. Well, <laughs> just wait. All right, I'm done, but I got to go tinkle, so don't mention the devil all the time the first two minutes. <laughs> well, I'll wait for you to come back. All right, I'll yeah. be back. Oh, uh, well, I had to go pee almost as bad as Dr. Sleep, so I apologize. Wow. <laughs> it was pretty bad. No worries. Oh, speaking of Dr. Sleep, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I uh, talked about that last time. Oh, uh, no, I, you I, said I, you watched it. Yeah. I, yeah, I must like I said it like in passing, but uh, yeah, no, I watched Dr. Sleep. Uh, very good. I, 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 I liked it a lot. Woo! Uh, some, some, some of the CGI is, is not up to par. No. I'm, I'm actually okay with that because it, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't really ruin the movie for me. Um, at, um, it only happens a couple times, but I'm fine with that. Uh, a lot of the portrayals here are actually really good. Um, I don't know the, the name of the actor that plays, uh, um, what's the name? Scatman Carruthers character. Oh yeah. Um, uh, um, Dick Holleran. Yes, but that's uh, not his name. That's that's the character's name. Yeah, he 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 did he did a really good job. Um, the the actress playing uh, Shelley Duvall as well. Oh, like, Wendy watch, Wendy watch. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? Uh, no, very. Uh, it, it, it's uh, she mirrors her very very well. You know, yes, I, it's, I win. <laughs> I can't I can't say the same for a uh, <laughs> um, Jack Nicholson <laughs> yeah. uh, standing, but uh, it's I, I guess that's like. Was this the theatrical cut that he was in, or was um, he only showed up in the director's cut? I can't. I can't remember. He was in both. He was, he was in, in both. both. Okay. It's extended in the director's. Cut. I wasn't sure because I watched this on HBO, and uh, yeah. I wasn't sure if like I saw the director's cut or the theatrical because I, I think I had like a two hour just just so, over the two hour mark for well, Doctor Sleep. You saw the you saw the regular one then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it was it was uh, really good. Um, like I, I liked it a lot more than I was expecting to. Yeah, um, and and by saying that too, I think I like this more than The Shining. What? I I know it's coming off from The Shining, you know. It, it's but I, I I don't know. Like I I kind I like the uh, <laughs> I don't know. I it's something about the setting and like. Um, what it's doing it's 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 definitely a far it's far from what the shining does you know what oh, i mean yeah. in terms of like the plot and, where, and what's happening what's taking place but like i don't know i, li- I like like the um, the innocence from it as well especially when it involves like the kids and like their shines and uh yeah yeah i don't know it's, it's it, I don't know. mcgregor as like that, Rose that oh yeah you uh, you mcgregor always sells it for me i don't know what it is <laughs> I, you know, I was just looking at IMDb, and he's got this new road show he's got coming out with with these motorcycles. And it's like I just want to watch it for him. You know, I just want to see him go cross cross country. He's charming. Oh man, he, he, he definitely and is. Original accent though, that's going to be jarring. Yeah, 
Oh no, I I love the man. He's no, got he's full good. beard right here. Oh man, he, he's trying to be like a um, ride with Norman Reedus. Uh, but uh, no, it was, it was a really good movie. You know, I I'm thinking thinking about it right now. It really makes me want to watch it again too. Read the book. It's totally different. Yeah, I think it's sitting on my my sister's shelf. Uh, it's might, good though. I might, I might flip through it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'll spark notes it. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see. I was gonna go in like kind of like release order here, but uh, since you brought up Doctor Sleep, I was like, ah, I'll talk about it once. Yeah. Now, now that we're on, on the subject. No, no, don't worry about that. Uh, but, but I, Matt, I want to say I won Duval Watch. I'm sorry. That's two out of three. <laughs> oh, what do you? What do you mean? Because I, I thought I, she well, would. Mark hailed her as a competent actress portraying Shelley Duvall, which is exactly what I was saying. I don't even remember what my opinion was. All I remember said, is that that's not Shelley Duvall. No, all I remember <laughs> is that the one time where you thought that was she was really channeling Shelley Duvall, I was like, no, that they just reinserted the original audio. It no, wasn't actually, her saying it, the actress, Danny, Danny. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty spot on. Yeah. I agree. I, I think some of it was the original audio that they <laughs> no. spliced in here. We'll see. It's a possibility. You never no. know. <laughs> I win. <laughs> uh, I'll have the experts research this. <laughs> I am the Duvall expert of this podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. I've got 14 more movies to talk about. Oh, let's, let's, see if we can, let's see if we can make the, the three-hour mark here, shall we? whatever let's see if our internet lasts all right all right so i guess the next one i got here is uh the good the bad and the ugly yay another favorite of jonathan i I never watched this before you know it's just it's just one of those where it's like oh man you like you've seen uh, enough of the scenes like yeah like from just in terms of pop culture that have been referenced or you know like you you feel like you've seen the movie almost but uh not like I, i i I sat through all of it. Uh, it's it's a little bit of a schlog for me at times, but like uh, that just comes down to like you know the s- cinematography, the music, the sound, the acting at times for me. I I, it, I think it's just because of the overdubbing that's used for the actors here because uh, they must have had some kind of like mic issues when it came down to Spaghetti it. westerns. They always do that. Yeah, it could be. And uh, but uh, it's uh, that's like the only distracting thing that I find about this movie. But uh, overall, it's you know it's it's, it's well done. You know, um, yeah. I um, I think he's done well with with you know with Eastwood and all the other actors. But uh, on his own at times, Eli Walsh is a little distracting. I don't know what it is. Um, just I, it might be just his portrayal is like like him just being like you know like like uh, you know. Yeah, he's he's the ugly. He's he's the comic relief to to an extent, but like you also feel a level of sympathy sympathy for him, especially when you when they go to the monastery and he sees his brother and talk about you know his mom died and there, there, there's a lot of that. And uh, I almost wasn't expecting the ending, only because I watched the good, the bad, and the weird uh, <laughs> oh, no. pro- before this, and uh, I, I was like, oh man, now I know how I, I know how it's gonna end. But it's like, oh. Okay, all right. That that didn't go that way that I I, I thought it was going to, and uh, we're you know, uh, I don't want to spoil uh, that version, uh, but uh, I, I was like, okay, all right. So it yeah, you know, a little generic, but uh, it was like, oh, it's all right. I, I'm I'm okay with that without really saying. Have, I don't I don't I don't know if Matt watched it. Uh, have the, you uh, seen a, a few dollars more in the Man with No Name? 
No, that's actually okay. on my next list. Well, they're future watches that were picks by me when, if and ever, we uh, reconvene in person because I love that trilogy of movies. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. That's like my favorite. That's like top 10, definitely. Yeah. No. Uh, but uh, with this, you know, like, you know, it's it's what, 1960s, right? Yeah. I say. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like, I think the most, I think this was like the like fully restored version. So there were scenes that weren't in the theatrical cut that were here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one thing that like took that, that 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 was like just so long that I was actually really like was I championed for I wanted more of that was the whole kind of um, standoff. Uh, no, uh, it was uh, leading into that. It, it was uh-huh. the, the the bridge scene. Uh, yeah. That's actually one of my favorites, especially one that they're talking to the general colonel mm-hmm. who's getting drunk and like he's just just mouthing off or it's like I could the hell of I, war yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a it, it's pretty outstanding you know that's a, I think that's, uh, that's probably one of my, those movies too. that's probably one of my best uh, scenes mm-hmm. but uh yeah you know it's 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 a good movie I like it mm-hmm. um I, I, I'm not I want to go crazy for it. it's like oh it's, it's fantastic right but it's a it's 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 a good movie and uh yeah the the music is is just one of those like outstanding things. I don't know his name off the Even top of my head. Yeah, I could. I, I had trouble he pronouncing. Died. It. Yeah, I know. It was just recently too. I was looking him up. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's, it's really good. Yeah. Um, next one up, the Karate Kid. Ooh, another I ne- classic from the I, vault. I never, I never watched it, or at least I never watched it fully. I think I like it's just another one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, you you hear quotes all the time. You see maybe a couple of clips, and you feel like you that's the whole movie. You know, it's like oh, like uh, wax on, wax off, all those familiar quotes. But uh, no, I um, I watched it in its entirety, and uh, yeah, it's it's I liked it. You know, I'm I, assuming I, this isn't the Jaden Smith version. Oh, absolutely not. Okay, <laughs> why would I God. subject myself to that? All why, right, well, I'm just, I'm just asking. Why try to, <laughs> why, why try to uh, fix that it wasn't broken? <laughs> you know True. what I mean? Um, but uh, uh, yeah, you know, um, it's pretty interesting. Um, you know, uh, seeing the whole kind of dynamic between uh, Danny and uh, Mr. Miyagi. You know, and like trying to like learn from uh, a little bit of morals in terms of like fighting and like what like what that means. Um, I you know, and, and I know like like this is all now coming off now. Like Cobra Kai is huge right now, just because it yeah. it's switched oh, yeah. from YouTube to Netflix. And I know Grant loves Cobra Kai. And I know, <laughs> and everyone's just like going gung ho over that. Um, like I, I didn't watch it just because of that. I think I watched right before it came to Netflix as well. Mm. Um, but um, no, I, I think I think it's I think it's. You know, it's it's a good it's a good movie. You know, I I don't I don't know I don't I don't know how to feel about like the ending overall because it feels very anticlimactic in terms of like the fight between him and Johnny. Um, and I don't know. It's I feel it's okay. You know, it's mm. I, I I don't. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really have much to say on it, to be honest. It's a. Yeah. It's a fine movie. You know. It's it's a it's a work of the eighties. You know, and <laughs> and. Yeah, you know, like people grew up with this. I, I mean, it's I mean, no Miami connection. It's right. it's definitely no Miami connection, but there is a moment of that as well. Yeah. Oh, uh, sweep the leg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put him in a body bag. All that's there. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, we get a nice shot of uh, Newark, New Jersey, from the from the golden 1980s. <laughs> Yay! That, that's that's uh, for us. Shortly, shortly after the race riots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. There you go. Remember. He was there. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, and yeah, that's that's I that's all I got to say on a uh, Karate Kid. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Next one up. Duh, 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 duh. What do I want to talk about? Uh, you know what? I'm going to talk about Mean Streets. Uh, um, Ooh, what is this? Oh, this this is like your typical like kind of um, you know fr- freedom writers. You know all these like uh, okay. <laughs> these kids that they need to be learned good. How know? are we going to teach these kids? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's this is from like uh, I think the early nineties. I want to nineteen seventy three. No, uh, yeah, Mean oh, Streets. Oh wait a minute, no, <laughs> Martin no. Scorsese. Oh wait a minute, no, I'm thinking of a different movie. I'm sorry, I got, I got my movie titles mixed up. Uh, no, no, uh, uh, I'll, have, I'll have something else in mind. Sorry about that. I'll correct <laughs> myself. <laughs> uh, no, Mean Streets. Yeah, this is a early Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah, there uh, we go. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think like his first outing with uh, Harvey Keitel and Robert De Niro too, because mm-hmm. uh, they played best friends in this movie. I, I don't know how to feel about this movie to be honest, because it almost feels like a, a a big nothing that goes on. It's it's basically just like four best friends. They're all they're all wise guys. Um, <laughs> I'm Ro- there. Robert De Niro being being the wisest of them all. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's like like one owns a bar, one's kind of like. Um, a bootlegger of sorts. Uh, one's like a, a father of like, uh, or a son of a mobster who's like Harvey Keitel and Robert De Niro is just like this young guy who's just like borrowing money from everyone and just not paying anybody back and just like giving people a load of crap. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Didn't I pay you like last week? Remember we did that thing with those two guys and those girls and they were like doing the da, 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 you know, it's like, you know, he's just, yeah, I, I've seen the Sopranos. I'm aware. <laughs> he's doing, he's, he's just, he's just, He's like a classic, classic bullshitter, you know. Um, but like, it, the movie doesn't really go anywhere. I think it just, it's just kind of like a, you know, like a week in a life with these guys, and uh, it takes a, a turn towards the end of the movie. That's like, eh, it's I was like, okay, all right, I, I watch this, I'm done. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, it's very early Scorsese too, and uh, you know, it's like it's got that like gritty like New York lifestyle. He's seen like the hard times of people like running around trying to make a mint for themselves. And, oh yeah. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is right before I think taxi driver as well too. So it's a, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely embracing like that kind of directorial style that he had early mm. on too. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think that that's like the, the one thing I really like, kind of like, like it's just like th- how it's really shot and uh, it's a, uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I, I hate to tie on to this episode length, but something I forgot to mention is Pen15 season two ends with a Goodfellas take where Maya and Anna are walking at their cast party through an Italian restaurant and it's the exact Goodfellas shot. <laughs> like, it's crazy. And like the, the waitresses with the pizza are like, get out of my way because they're seventh graders. It, it, it fulfilled me. So continue. I'm sorry to bring that up. Ah, uh, I think this is it. Yes, here we go. <laughs> uh, so this is Stand and Deliver. This is the movie I was thinking of. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah so. that's the classic. I've been there. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> with Edward James Olmos. Yep. Of yeah, Salina. That's, the litter, that's, the, that's the original. How do I reach these kids? <laughs> yeah. And then it was Freedom Writers, and then it was whatever Mark suggested. <laughs> hey, Essay, come on. Two plus two. <laughs> No, he's he he's great in this movie. I love him. Um, yeah, but like that, this is like you know, like yeah, uh, like teach. We got, we got to teach these kids. You know, we got to reach these kids. And uh, yeah, it, and he 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 does a he does a really good job of just like really like conveying like his passion and like wanting to teach like like get like 
really get these kids on their game, like really like make them like like want to want to really succeed. You know, a work of fiction doesn't really happen. A work of fiction. I'm sorry, <laughs> as an actual teacher. <laughs> uh you know i i I really like just like how passionate he is you know where it's like like it doesn't like have to like go into great detail like that says like oh he was like a a computer like um worker before this before like before he decided to quit and like become a teacher in this uh, urban Uh, environment he was a computer no no, i must have got off there like no no, he was i was right about to ask if you were laughing because of that no he like like no, like like he worked with computers. Like he's he's tech savvy. You know what I mean. Uh, I hate you guys. I'm never coming back. Yeah. You know, I, I don't need this. I don't need this teaching job. I was a computer before this. <laughs> I wish. Oh. No, we love you, Mark. Uh, yeah, but like I didn't really take too many notes when I, when I was watching this, but I, I was just I was pretty invested. And uh, this was a while back from when I when I last saw this. Maybe it was like maybe back in July, I want to say. <laughs> but uh, no, Lord. it's, uh, it's, it's, it's what, what? No, I'm just saying it's fucking <laughs> September right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, well, do you remember? I, I I don't I don't I don't remember anything. I don't remember my name. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's a it's a very nice movie, and uh, I I highly recommend it too. So All right, I, I don't have too much to say on it. Mm. All right, uh, next one up, uh, Pride and Prejudice. Oh, which one? Hold up, we gotta we gotta discuss this. Which Pride and Prejudice, Mark? Kira, Kira Knightley. Knightley. All right, okay, good. Okay, the chin. She gets the, an the, appearance. The chin. Yeah, the crimson chin. Kira Knightley. Oh, I, no, I, I I never refer to her as that. She's got a chin for the gods. I, 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 I was, uh, I would, I would talk about her like her, maybe her lip, or like, uh, like constant showing of her teeth, maybe. But you know what's connected to the teeth and the lip? What? The chin. Oh, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> but uh, no, it, uh, I, I liked it. Um, I, it's, it's always one of those movies that I just, just seen in, in passing, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I, I, I love the way it's shot. I love like the focused angles where like where it needs to be where like when it focuses on her or Mr. Darcy, I don't think, yeah. I don't know the actor's name offhand, but I've seen him in um, one of my favorite movies. Um, Colin Farrell. <laughs> no, it's not Colin Farrell. Which uh, one is it? I always mix them up. Hold, hold on. Up. Give me a second. I'm, I'm looking it up too. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. Kira Knightley. Wait a minute. Yep. Colin uh, Firth. Which one? No, uh, this was a uh, blah, 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 blah. Where is he? No, Math- Matthew McFadden. Oh, well, I've got Ooh, my version of McFadden. <laughs> Who yeah. that? I don't no. know him. Uh, he was in a, uh, Frost Nixon and Death at a Funeral. I'm more familiar with Death at a, uh, Death at a Funeral with him. Yeah. He, uh, he's a riot in that movie. Uh, everyone's a riot in that movie. Uh, but no, no, no. It's uh, like just seeing like, 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 like uh, their like uh, little banters like uh, mm-hmm. uh, between the two of them throughout the film and like her trying to like get a read on him and uh, him a read on her. You know, it's, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, it's almost like a nice cat and mouse game and trying to decipher like what, what's going on between these two, like how they feel about each other. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really great. I, I it's, uh, it's really one for the times. I, I, I like it. It is. You were on a, you were on a Jonathan movie watch this week yeah. <laughs> or these weeks, apparently. Yeah. 
No, it's like it's it's just, just like eh, I don't know. Like it was really one of those movies you really have to like sit down and pay attention to. Like the dialogue is so specific that you really need mm. to focus your attention to it as well. So mm. it's, it's a nice period piece. I dig it. I'll watch it again. I'm only talking about Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of which, I Ooh. did I did watch Shaft as well. Wow. wow. Yeah. What? Look at these segues. Hold on. Holy which one? Plan. <laughs> I think there's three now. Oh, there's Maybe three. Four. <laughs> all uh, well, they're they're all interconnected. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, I um, I I I did dig this movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a it's a definitely like one of those like really like big black spoils black black exploitation <laughs> films <laughs> that I really like. You know, like uh, like I'm more familiar with like. <laughs> You know, uh, disco, disco Godfather, and now uh, Dolomite. Yeah. You know, yep. but uh, no, that that this this one um, really like takes the cake. You know, it's a uh, it's really good. Uh, like it's really smooth. You know, it's it's got a lot of flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just hitting the main streets, and uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's yeah, yeah, I, it's another one. You know, it's like uh, I don't really. It it does exactly what it what it sets out to be, and uh, it, it delivers. You know. Another one, I was just like, yeah, I don't know, I don't have much to say on it too, but it's a, it's a, it's a fine film to 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 go back and watch. So, mm. yeah, nice. mm-hmm. so there it is. Uh, next one, I, I watched Initial D. Oh, I've heard of this. It's, why have I heard of this? Is this a racing? Yeah, you you might okay. be familiar with gas, gas, gas. Put my step yeah. on the gas, but that, yeah. but that, I think is only the anime version yeah or this is <laughs> that's the live, why i know this is the live action version of that because <laughs> i'm a secret okay. weeb hold on yeah. what, what was it first was it originally an anime no it was a manga um but and the then thing, an anime but the thing is okay. like um it's being portrayed by chinese actors instead of japanese it may be just like a chinese like 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 area in japan that's like uh that's doing this like i i i was a little confused because i don't know much of the history on initial d but uh it's it just um it's about this, uh, you know, the son of a tofu uh, maker who just uh, like makes like high speed deliveries uh, down this like like really like narrow mountain, and that a lot of like racing like teams decide to just you know like race each other and see like oh who's mm-hmm. the fastest and then you know make these crazy stunts. Uh, it, it gets it gets a little wacky with the animation and some of the portrayals, but I think that's just because it's it's more going off the the anime or manga like kind of like hyper like realized versions of those does it go to silly town <laughs> it gets a little silly town all right i'm just checking out there um Fills up on gas that's it almost it almost feels like i'm watching a soap opera sometimes um <laughs> i don't i don't know like uh, i think that it comes down with the, with the uh the romance angle of it which kind of takes a twist towards the end, where it's like, "Oh wow, like that's that's what you're gonna do." And it's like, "Okay, fine." Um, which I don't know if it and it doesn't really set like a moral uh, for the end of the movie. It kind of goes against that, I, but I think it's just like you know, like this guy just kind of like really loves to race, and uh, that's what he like wants to do, I guess, for like the rest of his life, you know. And but like not like competitively, like he's gonna like make tofu and like just race down this one mountain with like his dopey friends yeah but uh yeah it's 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 all right i i i i want to see the other version i want to see the anime version and see how how it compares i, I want to know if uh this goes in any kind of like 
maybe it takes a Tokyo Drift. Yeah, it's famous in the anime wheelhouse, but more like in a, a speed racer sort of way. Yeah, uh, but uh, I do like the music for this one. It, it, it's more kind of more techno, you know, more, you know, like, uh, I don't know. It's it's dubstep before dubstep, I want to say. Ooh. I don't know. I, 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 I like the uh, I like the beats. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, no, no, like standout, like song, like, uh, like we see, like, you know, like, like, uh, gas, 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 <laughs> my gas. No, nothing like oh, that. I know that's playing at every gathering that I go to. Gas, yeah. gas, gas. Under, Don't step on the gas. Under a bridge somewhere with some uh, neon highlights. Yeah. Yeah. My raves. Yeah. <laughs> my secret bridge raves. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Nah. Only in Silly Town. Yeah, only in silly town. <laughs> we get fucking silly. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's that's my view for that. Oh, um, next next one, Moonlight. <gasps> oh, oh, good movie. <laughs> yeah, hold on. What's what's Moonlight? A twenty fourth joint. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I was thinking Moonstruck. It, it no, it don't. No. It it almost gets confused with La La Land. Uh, what do you mean? One's a, a great movie and one's an awful movie. <laughs> hey, tell that to the Oscars. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I I really like this movie too. It's uh, it's it's. It, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. It, a lot of the a lot of these movies I, I've seen months ago, and <laughs> it's also just because like I haven't been here in a while. I just. I, it's just going to be a lot of me just saying like, yeah, this was a good movie. Oh, this wasn't a good movie. That's our podcast. Yeah, I'm just maybe I'm just trying to kill time because <laughs> um, that's what we need on this podcast to kill time. Yeah, no. Uh, what are you gonna say? I was just thinking like, what are we paid by the hour or something? Yeah, I wish I'd be rich. <laughs> In that case, each episode would be eight hours. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're capable. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I like all the characters here. They're, uh, they're all, they're all a lot of standouts here. Every version of, um, oh man, the lead. I'm trying to think, or like the lead character, rather. Oh, um, I'm waiting for you to get that information, baby. Uh, <laughs> Blue. What's his name? Oh, is his name Blue? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Moonlight character. Oh no. Not on this podcast. What? I'm just saying that's the main point of the movie. <laughs> um, but you know, like, uh, yeah, no, I mean, everyone, everyone really does a great job here. You know, um, Mahersha Ali, Mahersha is Ali's great. I, I, I wish I saw more of him. Like, I, he was, he was a lot. He was in the marketing for for a lot of this film. Yeah, but he's a poignant like crux to that. Oh, film of, too, of course, right? you know? of course, yeah. and, and and you feel a lot of sympathy for him in those like early moments of the film as well. You know. Um, which you know, like you, you almost want more of it. You want to see maybe like a, a some recon, reconciliation with him, maybe towards like mm-hmm. the end, you know, like especially when like he becomes a teenager, you know, and mm-hmm. you want to see, you want to see that, but you know, but I think a lot of it stands out too when I like uh, he's, I mean, they're all stand out like moments in time when it comes to him and like when he become when he's when he gets to be an adult and see where that goes yeah. and what he's become and because of like the results of like his uh. Uh, his actions but uh, it's a uh, it's very good it's very good mm-hmm. and uh yeah i i and i i give it a whole full recommend 
Yeah, I, I hate to interrupt once more, but if you like Moonlight, then check out Euphoria because you'll fucking love Euphoria. Then yeah, no, it that, it shot really well. Uh, yeah, it's also another A twenty four joint. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right, uh, we're gonna get to uh, we're gonna get to some Amazon Prime movies here. Oh boy, yeah, a new oh. segment: Amazon Prime movies here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, uh, how, how should I, how should I list these films? Should I go from like from from release, from streaming? No, like uh, how should I do it? But uh, yeah, like here, here's a couple films that I watched there. Um, I watched uh, Five Thousand One Hundred. Uh, uh, this is a this, well, that, that, that's that's like I guess. So here I'll get into it. So the premise <laughs> of this movie um, uh, focuses on a co-pilot played by um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which kind of like threw me for, for a loop because I this is a movie I just kind of threw on. I was like, ah, like, let me see what this movie's all about. And it got like maybe like a two and a half out of five. And I was like, ah, let me check it out. It, it, it was like an hour and a half long. So the the main focus of this is that, you know, he's a, he's a flight attendant or a flight attendant. I just said what his title was. He's a, he's a co-pilot and uh, it gets taken by, taken over by, um, uh, by terrorists. Well, like while they're trying to like, like threaten them to like give them like you know control of the plane, and uh, while they're like threatening to kill all these other passengers, so he's just trying to like like weigh his options, like 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 what's the moral choice here, like or like what what's right, and uh, it's it's there's no music to it. It's it's all kind of like just like kind of has a has a kind of a shaky cam vibe to it, but not like like found footage but it's like unsteady you know you're like you're meant to feel like as unsteady as he is and a couple of the characters mm. uh, in this given situation so and, and it it really makes it tense at times and uh, that's what i really like some of the um quote-unquote action in this movie when, when, it, when it calls for it where it's like people are, are aggressive when I, when i try to see like like fists land uh <laughs> like dur- during a fight like it's never really conveyed or like like properly like you don't know if someone just got hit it's like what what just happened <laughs> like there's no like sound like to it and that's what i'm like trying to get at where it's like i, I don't i don't know like what just happened there's what caused no the hair feedback yeah <laughs> like uh like i don't like i didn't hear like any kind of like like you know what i mean i was thinking of stage slaps but that's just me mm. <laughs> yeah that's that sounds eerie see but, pen 15 season two episode seven <laughs> But, uh, it kind of got my heart racing at times where it's like, man, I, I'm not sure where, where this might lead, you know, what's going to happen here. And it's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a pretty tense movie, you know, and uh, a char- character um, moments here, like conveyed by uh, Joseph, Joseph Gordon Levitt and uh, uh, another character who, you know, uh, just for, for spoiler's sake, I, I won't uh, talk about because uh, you know, I, I, I do, I, I really recommend this movie. It's, uh, it's not gotten a lot of buzz, it, literally, I just turned it on. I'm just like, oh, let's see what this is all about. And uh, yeah, and so like five five thousand one hundred. That's like you know feet off the ground, basically. Mm. So that's that's kind of like what it's dressing. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I liked it. Check it mm. out. Um, next one, the vast of night. Never heard. I've this, heard of it. This is a this is a trip, John. This is this, this is probably a beer wheel wheelhouse. I like trips. <laughs> <laughs> so this this film kind of like starts off kind of like a um episode of the twilight zone sort of <gasps> like, <laughs> like it, it's it's meant to like convey that but then like kind of like like go into as if like this is like you know an actual film that, that you're watching not like an episode of like that show because it starts out like um 
black and white where it kind of gives okay. off that, that aesthetic and then so like wizard of oz and then it goes into color yeah and, and it does it a okay. couple times like as if like you're watching just like an episode here and uh but like it's it's like the small like town in like the 1950s kind of like uh like West Virginia, something like that. Ooh, this and, sounds right up my alley. And uh, like, it focuses on like this young girl who's like who works like a, a switcher, like a phone switcher, like a, I forget what you actually a call it. Phone that. operator. Phone operator. You know, <laughs> a phone switcher. I don't, I don't know what the hell the name is. <laughs> Forgive me, please. Um, and like nineties kids won't remember this. <laughs> And uh, her, like uh, her friend, or like sort of like like love interest, like that's that, like that's not a focus, you know. Like like there, you can see that, but it's like that's not important. But uh, he's like the local like news like uh, like disc jockey, and then like just... that's our next segment. <laughs> Shut up, Mark. <laughs> Found a... yeah. Oh, uh... <laughs> oh never mind. No, Wait, not so speak. A, a news like person on the radio. Yeah, he's like the local like uh, disc jockey, basically. Oh, okay. Like, like he, like he's like giving some like, you know, like exaggerated stories or something like that. If like if, if they ask for it, or like, it's like, oh, like the the high school football game is going on right now, and the, we're gonna cut to that and see what the score is, you know? Yeah, something like that. You know, it's like a side gig, like <laughs> like aside from like just going to school or something like that. So, um, some no uh, phone operator girl, she like hears something on the on the, uh, you know. Through like uh through the comms, <laughs> through the grapevine, yeah, and uh, she's like, "Oh, what's that noise? I never heard that." And then like she starts like trying to like get some information, like gets that sound through the disc jockey, and then like they start like saying like, "Oh, it could be something. It could be like something in in the sky." And uh, you know, and then like the whole night is just like them trying to figure out like what's going on, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's 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 probably one of my favorites out of this year. That, uh, that have come out uh oh. it's it's shot beautifully well i think this guy hasn't done anything else aside from this um it's got some pretty good uh, like just really like raved reviews uh about it it's 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 really good i i i highly recommend it i can't i can't even spoil it there there, there are like shots that hold on 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 people at times where it's like uh, like there's no break there's no cutaway and they're just telling the story, and it just, it just feels so real, like what they're what they're telling, uh, what they're saying, what they're talking about, and uh, yeah, it's and and there's there's such like witty, quick dialogue between uh, characters. Like the first like maybe twenty, maybe twenty five minutes of the movie, you're you're just getting the feel of like of the town, you know. You're 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 talking, you're you're seeing people talk to each other and like get their banter and like what, like like just like the feel of like um. The, the the setting of, of like where this is taking place and who 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 you're investing your time with as well, so it's a uh, it's definitely a uh, definitely one of my favorites from this year. Highly recommend it. Nice. Mm. Yeah, I heard good yeah. things about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, uh, another Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, movie, Project Power. Eh. I have not heard of this. Um, it's okay. You know, <laughs> I, I I I've seen a couple like tv spots for it and uh you know it's 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 fine it's not like groundbreaking um uh like uh, like the performances like the main performances are what sell it and that comes from you know uh joseph gordon levitt um i want uh what's his name jamie fox 
And uh, there's a, a new actress here who's kind of been making around. She's actually really, really good. Uh, she, who she's kind of like um, uh, like a kind of like a, you know, like a rapper freestylist in this setting. And uh, like, so let me just like give me like overall plot of it. So like in the past like two weeks, this this new drug has been making the rounds in uh, in Miami. That's called Power. And Is that, it cocaine? Close. <laughs> but it. it uh, I think like the first like five minutes that you take it, you just get like a random power, but like something that's like asso- associated with you. Sure. And, huh. and, and uh, like, it, it just kind of like, you know, the more you take it, the more like oh, unstable it becomes. And Ooh. people have been like overdosing on it where it's like, oh, maybe you turn invisible. Maybe you get like strength and, you know, and, I take it. I and, take it. And like, it's <laughs> at least once. Yeah, it's all like associated with like you know the attributes and like like defense mechanisms from the, that animals like uh have like of different species and it really goes out of its way to like make like like some world building out of it. It's like much more I think than Bright did. I I would I would call <laughs> I would call this Bright done right. You didn't compare this to Bright, did you? I, I have like to. One I have of the most to. awful I, movies that has crossed our cinematic. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. I just I, don't even know what to say. You know what? I I. I I can't even like say bright is is all that bad as well. I mean, it's not it's not a good movie, but like I still I still I still enjoyed my time with that. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a fine movie, you know. I, I you know it's it's just one of those like you turn it off or you, you turn it off you turn it off as soon as you turn on the movie, you click it off and you're good to go. No, it's a yeah yeah you turn on you, know, you, you sort of have like a good time with it, you know and. Uh, yeah, it's a it's it's a fine movie. That's that's all I'll say. I don't I don't see any kind of sequels coming out of it or anything like that. But uh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, very cliche at times as well. Uh, we're we're, uh, we're closing down here, guys. So bear Thank with God. me. Uh, we talked about the babysitter. All right, we'll cross that off. Thank uh, God I I watched a few that Mark watched this week. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next up, the Florida Project. Oh, uh, Willem Dafoe, big yeah. penis. <laughs> big i don't know about that what do you mean he has like the biggest penis in hollywood that's the main rumor about willem dafoe i i don't know anything about that but i did hear a story about his penis that he talked about and thus my point yes big penis where uh he he, he was portrayed as jesus and that yeah. he had to sit on the cross for a full scene and that in the middle of it while they were holding um i guess he had to like kind of like tuck it back a little bit yeah he had and to do it, a drag and queen then, and then it just popped out and uh, I guess the director said something like, can someone please put that away? <laughs> uh, but uh, no, like other than that, um, yeah. So this, this kind of like uh, takes place uh, same, you know, Florida. Uh, it's uh, set around a kind of like dumpy, like apartment complex. Yeah. That's like, like that borders on Disney. It pretty much kind of like scams, like people who are like just coming in and like wanting to like, you know, like have a cheap, stay when they want to go to disney world i guess with their children Ugh. yeah oh Ugh. and children are the, are the kind of like the focal point of this movie too. i know Every, that everything, diner scene gets me everything like like that you see here is like portrayed through the eyes of a child for the most part and uh yeah it's it, it gets pretty emotional and like and it's uh yeah man i i and this this mother, I don't know where they found her. That mm-hmm. this woman that that uh that that plays this girl's mom. It's I agree. She is just she is so disgusting and yeah. like, r- like ratchet. Like like that that's that's 
<laughs> I hate using that word, but like that's the, that's what best describes her as Ratchet. The Netflix new original series Ratchet, or <laughs> like she's she's trash with a capital. Yeah, see, she yeah. is. I've seen this. <laughs> you have to think too too long about that. Yeah, well, like the C is like that. That's important. <laughs> if I, um, but anyway, uh, it's 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 done very well. You know, like William Defoe is more more or less kind of like used as like kind of like a, I don't know, like an in between man here. Like he like he he hates the shit that's going on here, but like he like he still cares about the people here. Like everyone who's like you know like, like he could throw people out and, and like the snap of his fingers, but it's like yeah, it's like he doesn't want to do that. Like he like he's someone who actually cares about everyone. Like there's an important scene that that uh that uh I think it has to do with like you know the, the mother's like hooking, you know, yeah. in, in, in like her, in her uh, apartment, but uh like she has her daughter in in the bathroom with the mm-hmm. music turned up, and so like a guy comes back because she stole from him that uh, yeah. she was like sleeping with and, he, and then women to focus. we call them a john in the business mark just so you know oh okay <laughs> and so like he's like saying like you know he, he tries to get the guy out of there and like says like you know like oh what would your wife and like daughter think and, like you coming down here and blah 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 and like tries to be a little bit like coy with it and then he and then he's like er, then he's they comes after her you know like he like he's trying to protect her and like her daughter and but like he's also like saying like i've I don't want any more of this or like, or mm-hmm. you're out of here. So, mm-hmm. and a lot of that shit kind of blows up back in her face, you know? And yeah, it's, I, the ending I'm not crazy about, like, I think they just wanted something a little bit more positive, uh, which doesn't really like add to anything like, like what the movie was already like showing. It's like, cause it ends with like, in, like in Disney world with like a, like a, a steady cam or like, a, yeah. and it's like, you're just following these girls and it's like, like, Disney didn't really have anything to do with this movie, you know. I was just like, well, I'm sure. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I have to deal with like, you know, like, uh, like in terms of like kids and like trying to like give them some some sense of hope. Hope, yeah. It's like yeah. that movie Edge of Tomorrow, which was filmed uh, illegally at Disney Disneyland. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, have you never heard of that? It's like uh, based on a book with no, like Tomorrowland. Uh, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Was, yeah, that was official. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was I was about to say like you know what I meant. I'm drunk. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm drunk. I don't remember Disney World being. <laughs> you you know what I meant. <laughs> uh, but no, I I didn't know about that. But uh, <laughs> but like, uh, no, it's a it's yeah, it's a good film. You know, again, this doesn't really doesn't have a lot of music. It's actually it, it feels it feels real. It almost feels really docu- like documentary. Uh, documentary i can't even i'm not even drunk yeah <laughs> I, i'm not even drunk and uh i'm <laughs> sound like an, an idiot it's okay um, but uh no it's a it's a, it's a good it's a good piece yeah mm. and you know people have to give william defoe a lot more credit where credits do where's, yeah. well, uh, i agree where's uh where's his oscar yeah. i want to say he's been that's true recently he has he's and he seems like a totally nice guy too he's a working he's a working man that uh that william defoe i i love him do you know how much i sacrificed (laughs) you don't like me crab (laughs) me Uh, cooking (laughs) (laughs) well speaking of that (laughs) uh the devil all the time oh all right well i just watched it uh, don't spoil it entirely for me. Just okay. give me your your general reviews because I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Did you ever watch? Love- oh, sorry. 
I, I mean, I love that book, so I know exactly what happens, but I'm mm-hmm. just pondering. All right. So did you ever watch Place Beyond the Pines? Yes, I love that movie. It's pretty much the same premise. Yay! Uh, which, you know, like, which that, that there's nothing wrong with that, but like, like, literally, just like towards like the end of the movie, like that movie just popped in my head. It was like, yeah, it's like that same movie, but there's more yeah. to it. You know, there, there's there's a lot more moving pieces that uh, you you never know if like they're gonna like intersect with each other, which make mm-hmm. a whole lot of sense. Like towards like the end, it's like, oh, so yeah. that's, that's what you were setting up. Um, but I think the 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 end of the movie felt like uh we got to do this uh, we got we got to make it a little bit obvious that these mm-hmm. characters would would uh intersect i'm, I'm specifically talking about like two characters uh, yeah the, i know what the, i know we were talking about matt doesn't read so we can talk about that so let me set the premise for this so it it, it kind of there there's a lot of characters that come and go to or like have more relevance than than you would think so mm-hmm. this, this comes off like the end of like world war ii and uh we have uh bill skarsgård that comes in here pennywise the clown who uh really gives a good performance here uh, i like Yay! um a lot like he gives that really intimidating aspect here um that uh you know like like, uh, like much more later on that uh, i was expecting him to do uh it, he's a muscle man he must have put on some some muscle mass for this movie too Oh, those scars guards are ripped, baby. He, he was a he he was a string bean the last time I saw him. <laughs> a string bean? Yeah, he, he was a skinny boy. Uh, yeah. He, but uh, yeah, he's put on some muscle for this. Um, we uh, so like he finds a girl at this diner. You know, he's kind of back home in his hometown. They find a house. They have a son. Uh, and then unfortunately, you know, like uh, some events happen. That son goes off with a. <laughs> His, his his uncle. I'm 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 trying to be as vague as possible with this. But, no, uh, it's it's a good read and a good film. I get what you're going for. And, uh, literally, uh, and his son grows up to, grows up to be Spider Man, uh, <laughs> Mr. Tom Holland, who I was. So you were talking about like people going after Patton, uh, Robert Pattinson for his accent yeah. here. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter a lot this week. Tom yeah. Tom Holland, where like he has like a like a, like a baseline American accent that that's mm-hmm. actually pretty good that I like. Okay. His his country accent here, it's just it's it's a little, it's like mm, spend some more time I think, and I think you got it right. Uh, I think I could agree. Yeah, uh, I think I. With with uh, Robert Pattinson, I I I actually I champion it. I think I wow. like it. Uh, it's it's something different. It's new. It it's it it adds to his character. Um, it is just like griminess. It, it, it I think it really elevates it. To be honest with you, I think uh, it's very different from how I've seen him before. And uh, it, you know, like you know, we we've all seen Lighthouse and like what kind of character that he is there. Yeah. Uh, it uh, it's it. While those like both characters are uh, are, are unlikable, they're distinctive. Uh, when it comes to this film as well um yeah um sebastian stan who doesn't really have a lot to do here it feels mm-hmm. like but like he's 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 still important um it's interesting to see like what <laughs> uh the prosthetic makeup they put on him mm-hmm. uh it, that uh that really stands out here as well uh i think just like the, the character evolutions that uh that that go through uh, the course of this film are actually um some of the best parts of it the there's some narration that goes over it and i think that uh that's that's important as well to like really gets the mindset of like what's going on in other characters heads that that you would be thinking as well 
which yeah. which is which is really good, and it's also narrated by the same author. Mm-hmm. So what I thought was that was nice to bring in the author. And it's like, yeah, would you would you mind narrating throughout the film? I'm like, yeah, sure. And uh, he's he's got, he's he's got a lovely voice too that helps like convey that. I love it. I love it. I, I like I said, I'm a stan of that book. You should read it. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited for tomorrow when I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I, I think you're. I think you're really going to like it. Uh, yeah. I was I was questionable because I haven't seen. I didn't see the trailer beforehand. I just seen maybe. But I sent it to you through the chat. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> mm. Uh, mm. But uh, it's a uh, you know like I was like ah, I wonder what, what it's going to be. I, I read a vague description of it, not really sure what to expect, and uh, I, I was. I was happy. I was very happy with it. So uh, I'm glad you had yeah. a, a Jonathan filled week then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're not done yet, folks. Uh, oh. There's still more. We got two more. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So the last two are shit. They're different kinds of shit. <laughs> uh, I think I'll start with the, the, the one that's like, that's slocky shit. Uh, okay. I watched one dog shit, one's horse shit. Um, <laughs> I watched hashtag alive. Oh, why Mark? Why? Why uh, did you watch this? Well, I wanted to get back on my Korean watch film. So I, I wanted to uh, get back into uh, really get into it. I, I got a whole queue set up for what I'm going to start watching. Huh. Uh, but uh, this is, um, this is a zombie film and uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's, uh, it's, well, it tries to be like, it tries to garner like social media and like it try like it follows the character of like uh th- this uh this guy who's like i guess he's like a, a streamer and he's like playing Fortnite or something like that something of that nature and just he just wakes up and uh just to find that there yep there's a zombie apocalypse going on and it, it it's so silly at times it tries to be like pseudo serious to like like have some like really like hard biting character moments but like He's also like like really comical, like when he tries to add some kind of level of seriousness and like, like I I I, I don't buy it. <laughs> they they and it almost tries to make it seem like oh we're gonna we're gonna throw in different scenarios where it's like something that you wouldn't really expect in a zombie apocalypse that turns people into like monsters, and they only do that kind of like once towards the end of the film and it's just like oh, I wanted I I, I kind of wanted more out of this. I see where this was going, but uh yeah. I, I and it it almost didn't feel like it was schlocky, but it wasn't schlocky. Like literally, there's a moment where like all these people are running outside, panicking, and like this one girl is just like cautiously walking. This little girl, you're seeing it from like his angle, from like above his apartment complex, and, yeah. it, and she's like saying like "mama, mama," and like the like everyone's panicking. This and this one woman's like oh, "my daughter," like and then like they 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 hug and embrace while everyone the whole world's going to shit, and then the little girl like starts like twitching. All of a sudden, oh, as no. they're hugging, just starts gnawing at her mom's neck. <laughs> in there, <laughs> and, I, I, and I'm just cackling. <laughs> I heard this was a big deal, though. Like people loved, or you know, it, it was just marketed well. I, I, did, I didn't hear a word about this movie. I literally, I saw it like, like in the like most popular page. I'm like, okay, I'll turn it on. It's an hour mm-hmm. and a half. I got drunk, and uh, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, this is this is silly. It's a good time. Yeah, it, it it doesn't convey that the whole time, but like when it when it does, it does it at its best. Like literally, like a zombie like finds like this rope that's hanging that's hanging from someone else's apartment, another side character, and it's like I should climb up this building, 
<laughs> and, and literally, like as like the other character is from up, up <laughs> from across this other apartment, starts like throwing bottles to distract it, and and the zombie as it's climbing the wall, climbing up the wall, walking, <laughs> uh, looks down at the broken bottles, and then just like taunts the guy from afar, and then it's like, <laughs> gotcha, bitch, and just starts like walking up <laughs> again. That's like Jesus Christ. Oh lord. There's a zombie fight with like a little like like little helicopter drone here as well. It's like, okay, <laughs> we're going to do this. All right. That sounds way too silly. It doesn't even, it doesn't know how to like convey where it's like, oh, the power's out. Oh, but the phones still work and the, the refrigerator still works. Like the <laughs> elevators still work. The fucking power plant blow up. We just, we, we yeah. saw that all the lights went off and it's, it's bizarre. Mm. It's a bizarre watch, but I still recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Well, we're gonna we'll cross that one off the list now. And now, right. and now, Last one. the piece of resistance, Uh-oh. piece de resistance, <laughs> guys. They're gonna put me on on a FBI watch list now. Oh, oh, you watched it, didn't you? I know what you did. Oh boy, <laughs> guys, I I watch cuties. No. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm I, I'm not gonna <laughs> jump. And say that Mark's a pedophile just yet. <laughs> or, or we're going to wait for the evidence. All right, so, trial. so somewhere in this movie, there a good movie lies. Yes, I was thinking the exact so, same thing. Some, somewhere in this movie, there there is a good movie. Now, what John, what you were talking about before when it comes to Pen Fifteen, if yes. if the if the actors. Were, were like if they were adults portraying children, children. Mm-hmm. maybe that could have worked. But the thing is, this movie takes itself so seriously, like like the way it's shot and what like what it talks about. Maybe within the first fifteen minutes of the movie, I would say the first fifteen the fifteen minutes of the movie are the best. Okay, because like so, I'm gonna talk about it. Um, <laughs> what we're here for, baby? Is that the banging of the gavel? I'm gonna. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> this uh, this focuses on like uh, a young girl who um, has a mu- has a Muslim upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, her mother, who who has been like trying to champion that, uh, she's taking care of like her and uh, uh, her her two brothers. Uh, you know they, they they go they go. Um, I, I don't I don't know what the actual term is for it uh, when they uh, when they go to pray. Uh, and her um, the mother's uh, aunt. Is, is, is a very devoted um, uh, uh, to, to Islam. And so like, like recently we, uh, we get, we, we seem to find out like uh, the mother's husband who's been away has now married another woman. And now like the woman, like her aunt is saying like, Oh, like uh, you have to be strong. You have to be a strong woman. You know, like uh, this, it's uh, Salah just so you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so like no, there's like, so the, our protagonist, like little girl, these girls are 11, by the way. I just want, I just need to point that out too. Yes. Uh, she's hiding under the bed and like, she's listening to her mom call all these like people, uh, to say like, Oh, my husband's taken a new wife. You know, like I'm, I'm inviting you to this wedding that we're hosting. And then she has to like hang up immediately and just starts breaking down to know that she has to say this. And like, there's no music playing and like the way it's shot. And it's like, that's, and you, then you see the, like the shot of the little girl underneath the bed. She's crying, crying for her mother's sake to know that, that she is going through this. And, 
understands this as well. Um, now I think to like, I don't, I really don't know how to address this because mm-hmm. I think the way it talks about it, because uh, essentially the girl is rebelling. Like yeah. the, the way she, she, she falls or falls in line with this group of twerking 11 year old girls is her, is her ideal way of saying like, like this, like she's acting out. Yeah. And, but these girls are, are, are into this. Like the, they're, they're trying to make themselves like, like a thing. Yeah. And we then soon find out there there's more twerking girls as well. There's more of these groups and it's, it's, it's disgusting. Oh. It's like, like they're, 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 they're like up close shots of, I, I'm I I can't believe I have to say this too, but they're 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 up close and personal shots of these children's behinds crotches oh, no. that I, man I have my window open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and it's, they're going to hear you. The police are going to come. Woo! <laughs> and the oh the FBI are, are here. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to call I'm, them. <laughs> And it's it's just it's it's so disturbing, and, and oh. I, I had to turn away at, at times. I literally I I couldn't I couldn't look at this and, right. because 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 like even, there's a competition to like be like a like a spokes spokespeople for this or something like that, <laughs> that that they're competing for, and like there's actual adults that are like cheering it on and like they're hosting these and like wow like this is great. <laughs> And, and then, like at the end of the movie, she decides, like, saying, "I don't want to be a part of this" because she's like, she's sort of like becoming something that she's not, because she's a nice girl, she's quiet, but then she like starts like dressing slutty, just like these other girls, eleven year olds. I'm, I'm gonna say it again, eleven, and like it, it just it just goes places where it's like it's uncomfortable, but it's like. They, they do it because it's meant to be uncomfortable, but it's like, no, no, no. Like there's a, so many different ways. I think you could have like maybe try to address this girl's kind of like angstiness or like, like one, maybe don't cast children, maybe age them up, maybe mm-hmm. like turn them into teenagers, mm-hmm. maybe take a whole different approach. Maybe don't like have twerking be the focal point of like uh, when it comes to acting out and, and there could have been there, there there could have been a whole different movie. There could have been a whole different movie. There could have been just something completely different that takes place here, that addresses everything that's going going on in her personal life, surrounded by her family and like what her mother's going through. But it ended up being this movie, mm. and then I I I I can't imagine like how this just this just got through the censors. <laughs> um, I I don't. <sighs> I, I think I've exhausted myself on this. Right. Um, um, I, I can only really talk about it more if someone like had watched this as well. And I, I a lot of people are are, are either defending it, uh, like throwing it under the bus for like for whatever reason, and, and mm-hmm. especially for those that haven't seen the movie. I don't yeah. recommend. I don't recommend watching this movie. I, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. Um, it's it's just it's bewildering. To okay. say the least. I don't. It's if if another movie like this comes along and, and someone decides to say, "Oh, let's try and compare the two. Don't, don't, don't even bother. Don't, 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 don't try that at, at all. Don't try to make this movie ever again." Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna say that. 
I think I get where the director's coming from because I've seen. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, the I think the director's intent was good, and I don't. I don't even necessarily have a problem with the uh, with the casting of mm-hmm. minors, prov- provided that they were, of course, taken care of and looked after yeah. on set. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I mean, there might be long-term ramifications that nobody could uh, consider or figure out. But, I mean, apparently these, you know, this kind of dancing and these festivals and competitions, these are like things that are legitimately happening out there. They are. Like the director. I'm, I'm aware. Has, yeah, the director um spent a year of doing like background research for this movie and she attended these things in person and saw you know parents cheering them on and and she she said there's some good quotes by her but she said she was basically just trying to grapple um how to feel about this you know everybody cheering them on and them you know showing off a talent but also kind of (laughs) grappling with what that talent um entails yeah mm-hmm. and um you know, just trying to come to terms with the fact that maybe these girls don't really know what they're doing like they know they know what they're doing literally but they don't know what the implications are of it and i think that's what she wanted to make the movie about but at the same time i've seen some clips from twitter and i i don't think it Yikes. was that well um I, I yeah i couldn't even finish the clips when i saw them they were no. like a minute and 20 seconds long. I, I made it like halfway and I was like, uh, these shots are too long. Like we get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like these girls were trained to do this. Now, if yeah. like, I, I see her point, I, I see what, yeah. what she's saying, but the thing is that you, you've kind of like aged it up. You could have like had a different kind of satirical take on it. You didn't have to like, like do this to like these actresses, like they're going to grow yeah. up and see this film. And no, to, to then realize that they did this, I, mm-hmm. I I can't imagine like they might have some regrets in in terms of that. Now I I I it, 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 I don't know. You've you you pretty much said exactly uh, what <laughs> um, what needed to be said. Yeah, you summed it up in my opinion, Matt. As well, I feel like um, this was nominated at Cannes Film Festival, which is the reason why I wanted to watch it in the first place but after hearing you know the the backlash for it i'm unsure i'll probably still watch it and give my commentary on it but uh stream pen 15 instead <laughs> wink wink i love that yeah if you hated cuties you'll love that, that could be a hulu uh, marketing campaign yeah there we go <laughs> all right um mark are you done with your films oh no we have more segments yeah, I know we got two more segments. Oh, They're gonna be quick. I, I I threw it away. I threw the book away. It's, it's done. I'm done. I'm putting. All down, right. I'm putting down the movie phone. Tron the boards. Anyone got any theater for this week? No, yep. I don't. Yep. <laughs> I'm raising my hand. All Wait, right. you do? How? I, yeah. Oh, you'll, 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 you'll know. You'll you know what it is. I don't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's me, Bigrids. It's it's it. <laughs> yes, I'm chilling in my beamer, listening to the heater. Uh, uh, no, I I watched uh I watched the great uh American musical <gasps> Hamilton. Oh well, yeah. okay. What did you think? I liked it. Okay. I I it was definitely one of those musicals where uh that uh if you're if you're gonna watch this, especially if you're gonna stream it, um 
uh, subtitles were a necessity for me. I think just you're a to, little late, but yeah, I just, just just to hang on to like every word that, that was being spoken to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit more relevant now because I just talked about I just talked about the boys, but like there was an episode where like these these Russian mobsters they're like arguing in a, in Russian and they're like discussing like why is wait I don't get it Alexander Hamilton was white he wasn't Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And like another like slimy like looking Russian dudes like no it's a metaphor for the immigration of America <laughs> yes uh, but it's just it was interesting just to like see like those characters like <laughs> talk about uh, or as Hamilton. they'd say duh <laughs> <laughs> and it's like hey you know what's good dear Evan Hansen like, oh no <laughs> tear them up destroy them oh don't worry they they got they got their comeuppance. How did the Russians not see the Great Comet of 1812? Just True. saying. I don't know how that happened. I think no, they wanted to talk layer. about Yeah. It's another uh, layer of joke. I am fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but who's talking about Great Comet? I am. Me, the best <laughs> musical that's ever existed in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... it. Yeah, another 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 thing to talk about. It's like I don't really have much to say. It's it's. Um, I think I I think I wanted more wide shots of it uh, from from how it's filmed because there, 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 was, there was a lot more that's going on in the background in terms yeah. of the da- uh, the dancers and um, their uh, their portrayals of, of like what's happening during the scene and what they're what they're talking about and and, and, and that's how they get you. You got to pay for the yeah. Broadway ticket now. You know, that's how they do. What Broadway ticket. Oh, uh, it doesn't exist anymore, but eventually, when Hugh Jackman returns in Hell the yeah. Music Man, ugh. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, I, I, I liked all the uh, uh, all the actors. Uh, music stands out. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I have nothing. I really have not much to say on it. I don't mm. know. It's uh, it's. I don't know. Like John, have you already discussed it on, uh, on yes. the podcast? Yes. I don't know. Uh, can, can I just get like a, a good overview of like like what you think? What I think? Yeah. I mean, I was teaching during the time Hamilton came out, and I saw it uh, at the public. So <laughs> I'm gonna lift my hair up that I saw it before the the rabble went to go see it at the same time. Hey, and um, I gotta I, bring up it played at my alma mater. <laughs> at that, it was during the summer, so I wasn't there. But back in twenty what twelve or eleven or something, the Hamilton mixtape made its way it was act one of what would eventually become hamilton i like it i enjoy it it is what it is but come on great comet was there the next year and it it baffled me how dear evan hansen won over a great comet at the same time um i hate to turn the hamilton discussion (laughs) into great comet but it's good it's good for what it is i don't get how it got overplayed so much after being you know, the one Broadway fan for 20 years of my life. <laughs> mm. That's what I, I have to say. It's great. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. But I I just don't get the hype. I don't. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think I, it's just the rap. People, yeah. people like rap intrinsically. They just, I know. they don't know good rap, you know? And when I make a musical, you know, it's going to be a rap musical. So I, I, I'm I, right I, there. I got to say, I don't know. Like, I like uh, Lin Manuel Miranda fine, yeah. You know, but uh, he's great. You know, he's like, wonderful. Yeah, he, he's he's done he's done so much 
uh, in terms of you know like outside you know uh, his theater work and everything in terms of like you know you know bringing a lot of like equality as well. Um, but uh, I don't know. Like at times here, I think it's he it's he's a little off. I think I feel like. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, maybe I mean he, he he was doing that show for how many nights? You know, what I mean, so yeah. it, it's got to be a little bit weighing on him for years. I, yeah, he's been doing it. Um, well, like that that this show in particular, I'm talking about. Well, I mean, it was worked on since in the Heights, so he's been mm-hmm. doing it for years. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, you know, it, you know, it was it was good. It was a good time, and I, 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 yeah. No, I, yeah, I'm kind of like you. I don't really have like overwhelming praise for it but uh it's uh for what it is it's uh, it does a good job i mean my parents strapped me down and said we're watching hamilton the musical and i said all right we're five years too late but sure we'll watch <laughs> hamilton so that's kind of what i went through in my existence i i have some thoughts on it as well <laughs> um how could a bastard plastic orphan son of a orphan extortion i don't I will- know I, don't know. I will say in uh, an aisle in the middle of the Caribbean. <laughs> I, I will say if you want a more condensed version of uh, the musical, you want to check out Weird Al Yankovic's version of Hamilton. Oh, uh, nice! I did not know that existed. I'll send it in the chat. It's a it's a work of art. Beautiful. Uh, I'll be sure to watch that tonight. <laughs> All right, are we done with trotting the boards? We're done. Our last segment, two and a half hours in, we're ready. <laughs> Disc jockeys, our longest amuse-bouche guest. Anyone got any music to talk about this week? You know Bone dry. I'm going to spare you guys my thoughts. I'm, I'm good for this week. Oh, <laughs> my God. I've got a lot of fucking music to talk about, Uh-oh. so strap in. <laughs> All right. First of first, the certain VMAs of 2020 happened in the break that we did not discuss this, and... I would say they were kind of iconic because uh, these artists streamed in their live performances from an obviously not live locale. If that makes any sense, they yeah, they, they did it from the comforts of their yeah they they did it from the comforts of their home. We had Midnight Sky by Miley Cyrus, which I stand that song. I love that song. It's it's really great. Uh, but one thing that struck me: these melanin goddesses descended from on high. And I've been addicted to them ever since the VMA performance. We have Chloe X Haley singing Ungodly Hour. I do not understand how this didn't win at home performance over Justin Bieber. (laughs) Of all, because these girls got it. Like this... I, I, I'm flabbergasted because it was so transcendent to me, the music they, they produced. Like, I watch this every other day, their fucking ungodly hour VMA performance, because it's so iconic. They come out as robots, and they're singing ungodly hour, and it's, it's fucking magic. <laughs> I, I am so obsessed with them. I, I don't know what else to say. That's like, it's another, uh, it's another great comment. Like, I I love them. And I don't know why it took me so hard or so long to pick up on their work, you know? I God, watch this performance I'm going to send in the chat afterwards now, now that that's a fact. <laughs> um, next thing on my docket, Versus, which is an Instagram profile, 
had some shenanigans going on. So eventually, or essentially, this versus program pits two artists against one another for two hours or so over the online Instagram viewing chat or whatever, where you can watch live. Um, originally, they had Monica versus Brandy, which I'm all down for. Nice. I love their music. Crazy. But in the week past, you guys, they did an iconic, like, a gauntlet throne, Legends of Legends. They had Gladys Knight versus Patti LaBelle. And this changed me as a fucking person. <laughs> They're just sitting in two chairs across from one another for two and a half hours singing their uh, songs back to back. us. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we we are a, a tidbit longer than the versus chat. <laughs> I, I doubt that uh, the majorities listen to us. But they called in Dion Warwick, and Oof. oh my god, guys, this this fucking versus changed my life because as a Gladys Knight stan who stare uh, who shares the same birthday as me, so you know we have that connection already. Nice and and Patti LaBelle stan. This was too much for me to handle. I Who? I could not, and I can't believe I'm talking about music the most this week because that's my life, and Ooh. I don't know anything about music reviews. Who but, runs that you know, account? Oh, the Versus account? Yeah, like, where where did it come from all of a sudden? How are I, they getting such I, big guests? I don't know where they get their money from, but bitch, if they don't do a few more, I'll be very upset. And... My last thing, which I've achieved Twitter stardom over the past two days, uh, Lady Gaga reve- revealed her video for 911, a single off Chromatica, and I got over 600 likes and retweets over pointing out the symbolic, uh, cinematic parallelism between the track, the video, and these movies. It's just insane. I And you know I'd be honest about Gaga for you guys in a normal room. <laughs> this is her best video down pat. Please watch Damn. it. Please, <laughs> please discuss it. I understand if you do not like Gaga, if you haven't had that Gaga experience, this is it. Because she references uh, Cinema Legends, which I love. She references Fellini, which we all know I stand. She references Jorodowski with the costuming. And then most importantly, she references uh, Parajanov with the color of pomegranate, which is a scene by scene dissection of the movie. And I went, I'm the only one on Twitter who knows this at the moment. So I'm going to tweet it. And I got all this fame from it. So I am. Did you use it to plug your podcast? I did. I did. I put our podcast in the bio. So uh, hopefully someone drops in for a two and a half hour listen this week. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> but please watch 911 and please give me your comments it's the best gaga video that's all i have to say yeah i mean i love the transition on the album she's already won me uh, over in that respect she includes it too so nice yay us <laughs> all right guys is that the end of this episode almost three hours in <laughs> i believe yeah. so all right well with that is there anywhere that our audience can reach you on social media uh, you can find me over at Junior over on Instagram or Manny Wears Hats over on Twitter. Mm. And Matt? 
Or you can find me. Um, I've successfully, in the time it took us to record, I've cooked up a working vaccine. So I'm going to be out uh, just, you know, pretty much Santa Clausing uh, free vaccines for everyone. I'm going to be coming down your chimney, stabbing you when you sleep. And when you wake up, um, it's going to feel like Christmas morning. Maybe because, um, you know, passing out for three months is a side effect. So just be wary of that. And you can find me losing my mind, JK, on Twitter. No, on Instagram, drink and read JK on Twitter. Uh, and you can follow my other podcasts. Uh, Anime was not a mistake. Recently watching Ghost in the Shell. Uh, very interesting watch, in my opinion. And um, the hint for next week is if any of you bitches have anything to say, now's the fucking time! Host, bartender, movie podcast curator, and pretentious cinema snob. Nightcaps at the theater? Yeah, that's right. Oh, you heard of it. Well then, friend, let me top you off. It's thanks to people like you that this little show of ours can make it into the final reel week to week. How else could Mark fund his Funko Pop addiction or Mac create a new internet handle every episode to avoid the FBI? We can't thank you lovelies enough, but why not keep the party going? Do you want to have a conversation on campy cult classics, question foreign flicks, or massacre movie monstrosities? Then look no further. Reach out to us on social media. You can follow our humble little podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Nightcap Cinema. And if you aren't listening to us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, whatever, and rating, reviewing, and for goodness sake, subscribing, well then, we might have to tell Aunt Ida to put some cha-cha heels on to kick your ass. I think I talked your ear off enough, though. But put that wallet away. This last nightcap is on us.